celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. WOFX Troy, WGYFM HD2 Albany, W240EC Albany, Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. It's Levac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. AZ today, uh, as every Sunday morning from 11 to 1, Gaz and myself hanging out over at Van Slick's inside Rivers Casino and Resort. And, um, man, we got uh, we got football action going on already. Of course, the uh, the London game's in full swing. The Bills are across the pond, taking on the Jags. And <laughs> a game that was it's, – it's weird to describe uh, 11-7 uh, in, in, a, in an NFL game. But but here we are uh, as we approach the <laughs> the halftime break, and they keep showing the Bills fans. And eleven seven is uh, the Jags lead. Um, they keep showing the Bills fans. I I know that when I made the pick, Jags are the points guys for fantasy versus reality. I talked about the acclamation of the Jags players. These Bills fans look hurt. They look like they may have spent a little too much time in the pubs. Since they've been, since they got to London, I'm glad you used the term "hurt" there because look, look, look up right now. Look at like that guy's the, picking his nose. Yeah, but he's the, the Jacksonville guy is, is is looking for the extra protein. He knows he's learned. He's learned to survive across the pond. The Bills fans are standing there looking like it, they died three hours ago and no one told them yet. What? They look bad. They look about as hungover as you can get. Well, you use the term "hurt" because Matt Milano's out. Like we've seen injuries yeah. in this game. There's been some. Big-time injuries. Milano comes off the field, one of the Bills' best defensive players. He suffers an injury. Not having him on defense is tough. We've seen a few other Bills players go down, but the reports of them might just be, you know, it's, it's easy to point to the turf and say, oh, it's because he fell. We will find out, but Milano's the biggest injury of that. But I want to go back to that scouting report you just talked about. For those who might have missed it, LeVac and Gaz, Monday through Fridays, right here, Fox Sports 95, 9 and 980. You had said that scout report was. I think the Bills, Bills fans here, so I think we're about to see a bad play for the Yep. <laughs> Sack turnover for Buffalo. We'll see if it gets reviewed. Uh, that this whole Their TV's over, so we're outside the sportsbook. The sportsbook obviously watching a, a feed that is um, 20, 30 seconds ahead of ours. Uh, so so we're, we're, we're following the reactions. The scouting board he had was that Jacksonville's been there. Yeah. Like, they got adjusted to the time zone and the field and the turf and the settings and the crowd and everything that could play into the factor of being in a spot that you're not used to. The, the, and the figgy pudding, the yeah. spotted dick. They know all of it. <laughs> Out on the pitch. Yeah. Uh, it seemed like that in the first half. Jacksonville's more prepared, ready to go, have everything happening for that team. Oh. And even the Zay Jones touchdown, if you're a Bills fan, you can go back and say, Where's that review? Because I didn't see that second foot down. I saw him fall. Hello? Is, is the rev- Well, there's a conversion rate. There's, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. In London, it's it's uh, one foot and two toes. It's uh, not. No. Um, Metrics. Yes. 
this it, right now again, eleven seven. Zay Jones scores, roughing the passer. They get moved up. They go for the two. They convert it. Um, kick a field goal in a later drive. Eleven nothing for the majority of the first half. The Bills score their touchdown um, with a one minute and fourteen seconds left in the half. Then Jacksonville storms down the field. Looks like they're going to at least get three. The strip sack uh, goes ahead and ends that. The Bills end the half in the victory formation. Um, in, in case you're not able to watch it, but that's where we're at. So uh, you mentioned Matt Milano being hurt, and he's a key, key, key defensive cog for what they do. There, when, when he was going into free agency and it looked like any number of other teams were going to get Matt Milano away from Buffalo, I remember the debates on his true value. Like, he he is potentially the best cover linebacker when it comes to, like, those really, really good, if not great, tight ends. He's the guy that you can line up with a Travis Kelsey. He's going to win as many as he's going to lose kind of thing. Um, there's no debating his value now. Like, the, that, that debate seemed to be one of those things where it's like, hey, just in case we don't get him back or just in case we're not the team that lands him, let's not, let's not hype him up too much. But he is he is everything to that middle of that that defense. Um, if he isn't able to come back, is this an Evan Ingram? Do you, do you, can you do a live anytime touchdown on a tight end? I don't even know how wagering works <laughs> on BetRivers.com at that point. Uh, yeah, I think that would be a very possible scenario playing out. The problem with the Buffalo Bills roster and even the fan base, the frustration here early on a Sunday morning is that Trey White got hurt last week. Davies White got hurt last week. Matt Milano got hurt this week. Those are your two best players on defense. If you're coming off a win against the Miami Dolphins, a very good Jacksonville team, there's the difference right there between beating Kansas City, beating Jacksonville. You got through the Miami game. That's a lot. Very big compliment to the offense. And, you know, and the defense after coming off a borderline. Stellar. Right. After a record-setting performance by Miami. Buffalo knows that if they're going to take the next step as a franchise, this is a part of it. Von Miller is active. Von Miller, and I use that term in the sense that I don't know what's up with the hair. I don't know if you've got an opportunity to see the hair of Von Miller. I've been like listening to it. The, the triangle haircut and everything. He's a Hall of Famer. He's so important for the Bills defense. I don't know what's where up do, with the hair. Where do I have to go? Do I have to go to X? Is that where I yeah, can find the Von Miller hair? See if you can find Von Miller hair to see what was going on involving the future Hall of Famer and what's going on on the sideline. Uh, hopefully, like a bad injury in the NFL, they stop showing it. Stop showing Von Miller's hair. You're going to scare children. What is that? Do you want to retweet that at the Jeff Levesque? Right. I feel uh, like you can lose followers showing that on social media. I just don't quite understand. I don't understand it. I don't know what it means. But yeah, he's got... He's got I've seen some interesting um, comparisons to uh, adult magazines. Um, <laughs> let me see. I'm trying to like. I'm trying to. The hard part in in resharing it is finding somebody who didn't say something terrible. All right, here we go. I'll just retweet it right here. Um, yeah, that's. I don't get that. But again, is listen. You're Von Miller. I'm sure as heck not gonna be the one who goes. That looks stupid. I'm not gonna be the one to to, to call him on that. A lot of people trying to turn it upside down and make it a V for victory. Um, but, yeah, a triangle shaved in the back of his head. Interesting. Um, and maybe it's London. You know, London does weird things to people. It's a, it's a different place, you know, across the pond. Josh Allen, it's true. Josh Allen is the answer, though. But I'll give you a second choice. 
what injury for the Buffalo Bills could be detrimental to the season? Like Josh Allen's answer one. Right. Milano Milano and Diggs are probably two. Like Trey White's really important. I believe Trey White got hurt last season. Yeah. And they figured it out. Von Miller would be the answer, but Von Miller got hurt last season. You can make a pretty good case that if Von Miller's healthy in the Cincinnati game or healthy for the entire season, maybe he is the difference. He was the difference for LA when the Rams won the Super Bowl. Him and Aaron Donald, that's going to go down as one of the most ridiculous defenses in that fourth quarter against Joe Burrow in, in the history of the Super Bowl. But it's probably second for Milano. They might be able to do something else with Diggs and maybe make a move for somebody who's on a stinky team right now. But Milano's probably second. We wait and see now, Bills fans. Unfortunately, obviously you want to get the win, but this might be the storyline from the London game. Yeah. Uh, well, again, that last that, that touchdown with under two minutes in the first half changes the entire landscape because, you know, you look at the, the 11 is, is, is weird. Again, it's just a weird number. It pops out at you. But Jacksonville scores 11 points in the first quarter, nothing in the second quarter. Um, Bills score nothing until two minutes left. So, like, Bills had 18 plays. They only had 54 yards and zero points for the, until that last drive. So this is this is one of those things. Like, look, Jacksonville's a good team, right? They have not been playing as such, but they are a good team. This this probably is a field goal game when it's all said and done. This is probably the Bills lining up for a field goal or Jacksonville lining up for a field goal for the to end this thing because it's these are good teams. The difference between your your Buffalo Bills and your other powers in the AFC right now, I, especially if I can get Milano back, is that defense. They do make a difference. They, like Miami is a special, special offense. Miami is woefully in, in, inept right now on defense, which I don't know if it's going to be a problem today when the Giants have no offensive line. Right. Um, but but that's like you look at what the Bills can do. The reason the Bills could handle the Dolphins the way they did is that defense. It's they are a balanced squad when they when everything's clicking and Josh Allen's making smart decisions and that defense is is prepared the way. McDermott and his staff prepare them. That's they're a hard they're a hard beat. Jacksonville's got talent, man. They can get this done too. They have not looked right yet. Is this second half will they start looking a little bit more like like they have or, or should have at this point? I would like to say the answer is a yes. It, it feels like the answer should not be. Not the Bills fans are listening. <laughs> Doug Peterson should figure out Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence. The only reason I'm nervous, hesitating that Jacksonville's offense can turn around in the second half is that, well, we saw it last week. It was pretty strong against Atlanta, but it seems like the knock against Jacksonville so far this season in a very odd South division, you and I both believe Jacksonville is going to run away with this. I can keep giving Jacksonville credit of, yeah, the offense will turn it around. The offense will turn. Okay, we're five weeks in. You know, at one point, I'm going to have to change my opinion about Jacksonville and give up and be like, this is probably as good as it gets for Jacksonville. Tough part is the lack of consistency isn't making that e- answer easy for me. So I'll say yes for now. But you got about one more chance, Jacksonville, before I just concede and say, this is about as good as it's going to get this season. They're going to torch some bad South teams, and when they play tougher competition, they're going to struggle. That seems to be my take, but that can change here in the next third and fourth quarter okay. of London action. That's, that's what I was going to ask you, like, if 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 they play the way they played the first half of this game, maybe put another eleven points on the board, so twenty two. Even if they lose that thing like twenty four twenty two, but they fight all the way through, you still you feel pretty good about Jacksonville because it's Buffalo, right? Yes. Um, they go out and they wet the bed. Now you're looking at a South, which, by the way, has changed dramatically since we made our predictions. 
Uh, Jonathan Taylor back with the Colts. The, the thought of Taylor and Richardson running out of that backfield together, if I'm linebackers in the rest of the, rest of the AFC, the NFL, I'm, I might have peed a little down my leg. Because that's going to be like, you, you want to talk about a mesh point that you don't want to be a part of. It's, it's right there. C.J. Stroud looks like he could potentially be the savior of Ohio State athletics at the quarterback position in the NFL. Uh, Tennessee, Vrabel, King Henry. Like I don't, I don't like Tennessee. I think they, I think Tennessee held on to their older players a little too long and brought in older players as as the the winning option and swung and missed at quarterback a couple times. Like like at what point is like Ryan Tannehill average quarterback, it, it, but terrible leader. Play, people don't like him. Like there, there's all these stories of like rookie corners picking him off in practice and him torturing them. Um, you know, obviously, like, listen, is he ever going to play? And now you got Will Levis. The only thing, last news I heard about Will Levis is that his his he may or may not have broke up with his hot girlfriend. <laughs> like if if you're a first round you know type quarterback, I I probably should know what you're up to besides your dating life. They the first, you're not you're no you're no Travis Kelsey, sir. No, you're no Taylor Swift Kelsey. Yeah. Uh, Levis and Willis, a first and second round pick. The fact they're not even talking about taking over his starters might talk to how bad they must be in practice. And also the Titans next week they get the Ravens in a London game at nine thirty. When you've got international series, or should I frame it as Ryan Tannehill, who I, I believe he has actually been a Pro Bowl quarterback, right? Either between yeah. Miami and Tennessee. So you got him. You've got you, you've got Willis, and you've got Levis. And there's injuries to quarterbacks. And I mean, unless it's just been remarkably quiet. No one's calling you. No one's trying to trade. That that's a bad sign. So you got the Titans there, the Jags, the Texans are setting records, and the Colts. And like the Colts said, might be the best team right yeah, now with Jonathan Taylor's extension. Which let's talk about that Taylor thing real quick because Jonathan Taylor, when you look at running backs across the NFL, he's in the conversations the top five back. And when he's really good, twenty twenty one, he led running backs in rushing yards and touchdowns. It's just a little strange how this came together, isn't it? Like, the Colts are playing pretty good. Yeah. 140 yards a game rushing. I, Richardson has a little bit to do with that. Zach Moss played fine. But it's like, hey, uh, our rushing attack's pretty good. Taylor doesn't want to be here. He's holding out. We're going to threaten to put him on the physically unable to perform list. We're going to have him sit out a year. Hang on a second. Now we're going to give him the contract. Like, can, I, what? can I give you my theory? Yes, I want to hear this theory. Um, Steichen has the defense playing better than we thought they, they would. And... As good and exciting as Richardson is, what's he got? Two concussions already? Undiagnosed or diagnosed? Yeah, or whatever yeah. you want to phrase I mean, it. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's he's all right. He's let's let's go old school. I've seen his bell rung at least twice in games, at least twice. So I can pay his safety blanket, get that taken care of, and now here we are, four games in the season, and I'm tied for first in my. I, I'm I'm not far off from a playoff team if maybe I am one, and I can keep my quarterback who looks like he's going to be every bit as exciting as we hoped he would be. I can keep a little healthier by handing the ball to you. You know what? You're worth a little more money than I thought you were originally. We can make this work. I'll add a prequel to that. By the theory. way, this is me popping a C4 because it's been a long weekend. Ooh, the blood orange? No, this is the uh, strawberry guava, the smart energy, mm. which I'm going to use to ride my way to the smart energy challenge championship, the C4 smart energy challenge championship, which I'm in a dominant lead in right now. I feel good about today. I feel really good. Uh, also, Jim Mercer had to play a factor. Like, I drafted a first-round quarterback. I think we can win the division right now. We're paying him enough. 
I'll admit when I'm but wrong. But he's well, he's but he's got to make it sound like somebody else. No, mm-hmm. he, the man Ursa, tweeter. Ursay's not admitting he's wrong. Never, right? not no, public. Come on, no, no, no. No, I think Ursay. Uh, listen, I brought Shane Steichen in to be the leader of this team, and he's proven that. And he said we should do it, so I'm going to give him enough money to uh, choke a horse with, or a running back who happens to have a horseshoe on his helmet. Um, I don't know. Like, it's exciting. This is a good day. I like the I like the 9:30 game. Like I really do. I don't. I wish we didn't have to go to London to play it. Like I kind of East Coast time you want? Well, yeah, I don't care. Like this is what I'm saying. Like this is the one thing that soccer fan has over us is the 8 a.m. drunk on a Sunday <laughs> because there's a big there's a big match on the on the pitch. Like this is the only thing they have over us, American football fans, is the is the early kickoff, the early the early I don't know face off, whatever the hell they do. I feel like that's geography because six hours. Maybe. Who cares? I, I guess we could catch if up you, to them. All right, I guarantee let me Let me ask you this. If I go to every one of the foot, like, what are, um, 106 roster players that are, in, that are in London right now, and I say, hey, guys, good news, bad news. Bad news, I'm going to need you to kick off at 930 once a week. Oh, what the hell is the good news? You get to do it from your own beds. Like, you get to go. You don't have to fly to London to do it. We're still going to do it. But you're gonna, you can actually be in the states and not have to worry. What did the Jets take? Like two, uh, two, two planes of toilet paper because Todd Bowles, Todd Bowles wanted to make sure he had the right toilet paper. Like you, you don't have to worry about any of that. You're gonna be home. But um, even the West Coast but, teams, Bud Light, need, Bud Light needs to cut back into that money they lost over that that stupid stuff. Yeah, everybody. Well, it rotates. You know, just like anybody else. I'm. Uh, <laughs> I haven't thought about this before. I hit the full. I'm telling play. you right now. If you told me I get listen, I'm not going to make you go all that way. But you are going to play at 9:30. I'm going to be like, all right. I mean, like that's the only way I don't have to go to London. I still have to do this, but I have to do it weekly. Like every other, like I may have to do it twice this year. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll do it. A 9:30 a.m. kick on the East Coast time would be incredible. Well, it'd be worse on the West. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have to be East Coast. At least the sun be up. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm. I'm telling you. I just like it. Or or you give me a comparable entertainment package that I can enjoy. Like every, maybe this is maybe we film a, a skills challenge every week and I get to watch it at 9:30 in the morning. Okay. The teams All in the right. bye week have to do skill challenge at 9:30 in the morning. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> No, not gonna work. No, All right. I lost you on no. the bye week. I lost I you. Saying, All right. well, I, was time. Doing, I was doing the bye week in my head, and I'm like, hang on a second. East Coast bye week, uh, West Coast. There was a lot moving on in my brain right there. Yeah, I smell smoke. Um, all right, so we uh, again we're live here inside uh, Rivers Casino Resort. We're in Van Slicks. Great beer specials going on. Uh, always having an absolute blast. I um I did something I don't normally do here. I um I took I, I lost twenty bucks in the in the slots. It's two weeks in a row now. So I gotta start. I'm still well up on the on the slots on the button pushing, but and of course that's money I won from Mike Corda because he was wrong about the Thursday night game. So I feel I feel like it's still a win. But uh, you know, get in here. You can you can wager all the games. You can uh, you know playoff baseball going strong right now, even though nobody told the Orioles yet. Um, oh, that's not me. Sorry, had to do it. Had no choice. Ouch. You got you did the wing walk without me. And Dan brought it up. Boston Dan was smart. He's like three years of doing this, and you haven't invited us yet, huh? All right. Um, you know, we got the sports book going, 14 sports betting kiosks. Uh, if you actually, you can use your rush reward cards when you wager to earn points on football, too. Just so you know. They've changed. Brad, it. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yep. That's been going on this season. So 
So if you have your rush rewards card, you put it in the machine, the kiosk, all the money you wager with football it will gain you points, just like the money when you're out playing the tables and everything else. Awesome. If yeah. you're coming by, make sure to put that on your phone. Tell your friends. Tell your family about that. That's a huge deal going on at Rivers Casino and Resort. If you're coming by and placing your investments, use that rush card. I got one in my wallet right now. Dude, I, I got to find sure mine. Do. It's, mine was in the, was in the uh, red truck, mm-hmm. and I moved it over to the black truck, and I didn't realize that rule yet. So now i got to find it. It's inside ScarJo somewhere. Um, all right, so we're here. You should be here, too. Gaz is literally just uh, – how many cards do you this? have in there? Very important. I've got many card. Is it behind my that? license? Where is this thing? Wow. That's, I, like, how much credit do you have? on Those aren't like – they're not even like credit cards. So my learner's permit. There's, yeah, how many licenses do you have in there? It's my fake fake aliases in case you got to no, escape, I don't escape think the country. Just, you've just never gotten rid of any of your old – you carry – how often do you need your learner's permit from what? Almost 20 years ago. If the aliens attack, I've got a place I need to go to. My name is Paul Thomas, if you're looking for me, LeVac, and you listen Well, now right the now. aliens might be listening. You just ruined everything. I'm just concerned that you have so many cards. Like, um, I believe I believe it was Ilsa who sang, let it go. Guys, so let it go. You're not that guy anymore. <laughs> All right. Um, we're going to cover some of what happened in the uh, world of college football and keep you up to date with what's going on in London next. That's uh, live from Van Slick's inside... <laughs> Rivers Casino Resort, those those licenses are too much. It's Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. LeVac and Gaz here. And listen, we understand you got to be smart about your energy. And sometime regular energy, not enough. You need ultimate energy. And that's where C4 comes into play. I love the ultimate energy. I'm a caffeine guy. I've been drinking caffeine a long time. I need that extra boost. So many good flavors, too. The Arctic Snow Cone, the ooh, Orange Slice. The, the Fruit Punch. Ooh, the Blood Orange. Whatever gets you started in the day, whatever your favorite flavor is, make sure it's a C4. Tastes good and gives you that burst that you can get through the day with. Love me some C4. Try a C4 Ultimate or C4 Smart Energy today at Speedway. Hello, it's LeVac and Gaz, and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat Gaz is back. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to our good friends at Hooters. I'm giving you three fantasy football plays that are going to beat their projections. LeVac's giving you the three wagers you need for the NFL weekend. It's thanks to our friends under the orange roof on Wolf Road. It's Hooters, the best place to watch NFL action all football season long. 70 Wolf Road Hooters is kind of like the mixture of fantasy and reality. Reality, great food, fantasy. Hello, Hooters girls. Fantasy versus reality after top four and four every Friday right here on LeVac and Goss. Did you know you can get your prescriptions for less at your local pharmacy? You can with GoodRx. It's the free app that can save you money on your medications. Just search for your prescription, choose the pharmacy and the price that works best for you, and then show your GoodRx coupon to your pharmacist at the drop-off counter. GoodRx works at over 70,000 pharmacies, including Walmart, Rite Aid, and Walgreens, and it works whether you have insurance or not. It's easy to save. Next time you drop off your prescription, check GoodRx. To start saving today, go to GoodRx.com. GoodRx is not insurance. What's up, people? This is Cam Jordan, all-pro defensive end with the New Orleans Saints. Join me on my new podcast, Off the Edge with Cam Jordan. There's pressure, and he'll go down. And that is going to be Cam Jordan. They can't stop this. In episodes each week, I'll bring you a different perspective of the game through the lens of my 12-plus years in the NFL. Some of the game's biggest stars will also join me to help you become a smarter football fan. Listen on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
and Slovakian guys, and we would love if you came and hung out with us October 11th. That's a Wednesday. We're going to be over at Mohawk Chevrolet. We've got everything happening. We're talking about the Major League Baseball playoffs. The NFL's in full swing. We're starting to figure out those college football contenders. Basketball's not far away either, Levesque. October's a great month in sports. And for me, who is a Yankees fan, it may not be baseball season, but it's certainly truck season over at Mohawk Chevrolet. We'll be hanging out with Travis Horn, the GM, a whole lot more. Help you upgrade your truck, talk sports, have a blast at Mohawk Chevrolet October 11th with Levesque and Gaz on Fox Sports Radio 95.9 980. It's Levac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't what you, what is it, was it George Costanza? I always had like every receipt he ever had and everything. <laughs> like, like, Delia's just started at life. She only has like four or five cards. <laughs> yeah. Student 19, two cards. Zach back in the office. Do, does triple A count? Um, yeah, everything you carry counts. I, me, I have like, I have, I have the card I use every day to build points to take money off of the next Disney trip. I have my license, like all the store cards I have, like I got BJ's and whatnot. And then I have, you know, in case of emergency, Blake, break glass, American Express. Like, if I need, if I need, if I need more money than I should to get out of something. Swipey, swipey. Levac is always prepared for the zombie apocalypse. Oh, that's I, you don't want to know where my bug out bag is. That's a whole other animal. There's no credit card to my bug out bag. We've it's all gold bullion. We've all learned today that if something goes wrong in my life, to quote the great Mike Tyson, clearly Goss is going to fade into Bolivia. <laughs> so I'll be prepared when that day comes. Uh, college football over the weekend, dude. Um, let's start with the good news uh, for for New York schools. You Albany continues to look. Really, really good. 24-17 win over Towson. Uh, Poffenbarger, two touchdowns in the air. Uh, Dietz on the ground. Poffenbarger did throw an interception, but I got to tell you, it was a gutsy one, man. He went for he went for it all kind of deal and threw the pick. And if you're going to like, if you're gonna screw up, screw up big. You know what I mean? <laughs> Go big or go home. So uh, I, I'm, I like Poffenbarger more and more every time I, I get to see him play or hear about his exploits. Uh, he is an exciting, exciting quarterback. Did you see the mic'd up they did? So he was mic'd up for practice. And, like, he's playing catch with Gattuso, and he's running around talking. And he's, like, he just he's, – he's got that, that it factor, that quarterback charisma. Like he, he's the guy that your other guys want to hang out with. So I, I enjoy watching him play. So I'm very, very good with him. Who gets the credit for that? Was that 13? Because they usually do a great job with that if they did the mic'd up version. I think it was the school itself. Oh. I think school, yeah. If if it's Albany itself, they deserve double credit for that feature. And I don't know if it's Griff. I don't know if it's somebody else over there. I loved whoever did the graphic on social media describing the victory who put up 4-0 and in FCS. I yeah, like that. Yeah, like yeah. I know that doesn't seem like a really big deal, and that shouldn't be no, the story. Huge deal, huge deal. Yeah. because we're talking about a team that could have more wins. But I think the casual fan might look at you Albany and see the two losses in the L column and be like, "Eh, they're not that good. They're okay." Like now we're in the conversation with something like that. That is you Albany going to start grabbing some votes and maybe creep their way into the top twenty-five and top twenty in the FCS poll. Maybe you got to beat New Hampshire and beat Rhode Island. Maybe you got to finish off. Look, you got three really good matchups. You got New Hampshire, Rhode Island, and Maine coming up here to close out the month. All really good teams. All teams that have been in contention before. I think Maine had a Final Four run a few seasons ago. Rhode Island's always historically good. So you've got some teams that you got to get through to maybe talk more about that top 15, top 20 ranking. But where this team is going right now, how it's pacing. Levesque, to the moon. Maybe I'm getting too far ahead of myself, but. 
You and I covered the 2019 Great Dane team. The playoff team, right? The playoff team that won a playoff home game as well, I believe against Central Connecticut State. It feels like the best team Coach Catuso's had. A lot can change, but right now how they're playing feels better than the 2019 team. So the fact that there's there was a mic'd up quarterback on the field is a big deal. And I'm gonna I'll tell you exactly why it's a big deal. Catuso is not the kind of guy to just let you be a star because you want to be a star. Like he's not gonna he's just not that guy. He doesn't want the distraction of it. Like he's I wouldn't say he's as far and this isn't like a conversation we've had. This is stuff I've noticed about him. Um he he's not like Parcells. I don't need a I don't need a a, a superstar quarterback. But at the same time, you gonna earn it. You're gonna prove you can handle it. Like we loved Undercuffler. Undercuffler has has a lot of charisma too, in a different way. College game day oh shout out. God. You caught it. I don't even think he played though. That's the beauty of it. <laughs> Pat McAfee is killing their super dog challenge. Yeah, he's like I think he's gotten it right every week. He's either covered the spread or or covered the spread and won every week. Um, so he picked Akron because undercuffler. He's like this guy. This undercuffler. He's been kicked out of games. He's not even in. <laughs> like he's a dog. And I was like dying. I was like because you know we love the undercuffler. We, that was our guy. But he's no longer undefeated. Akron got smoked, by the way. Sorry, Pat. Yeah, but at the same, but but you know what I'm saying. It was yeah. one of those. It, it like to the fact that he was mic'd up and interacting with Gattuso while being mic'd up. Gattuso has some faith in that kid. Like so, so they, this is a good team. And the single digit dudes are real. They're leading the FCS in sacks. You're talking about guys up front who can do it all. Like when you see a sack stat. Sometimes you might be like, okay, you might be playing some run, uh, excuse me, pass-heavy teams that they can dial it back, pin their ears back, and go after the quarterback, and then it could be in split. That's not the case. They can do it all up front. They can go after the quarterback. They can stop the, the run. run. Yep. They can eat up double team. It is a very balanced and skilled defensive line for the Great Danes. It is not just flat-out pass rushers. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun team to watch. They're, they're getting um, – it looks like they're, getting, they're, they're hitting their stride. And that's going to be that's going to be a good time. Uh, Towson, n- no slouches on the road. You took them down uh, next year at New Hampshire. Then Rhode Island is 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 here. I am going to tell you guys right now. October twenty first, three thirty. You should be at that game. This is a team that deserves your support. This is a team that you're going to look back at after the season and go, damn, they were really really good. I wish I had gone. You need to go to a game and, and go to the Rhode Island game. Do it. Do it for yourself. Levac and I are in that same field right now. You might be talking about one of the best teams in program history in Great Dane FCS, this level right now. Now, I'm sure Coach Catuso will hate that you and I just said that out loud. He's got to keep his guys calm and keep it one week at a time. But you and I are allowed to say that. That's how good this team can be. And I, I'm with you, man. I echo those same he, statements. Get out to the 21st and watch them play. He's one of my favorite people on the planet. I love Greg. He is a great guy. Great family. Great guy. He don't tell me what to say. All right? <laughs> I say what I want. Um, all right. So there was where, where New York was good. What the heck happened to your Syracuse Orange, bro? Uh, like, I know Drake May is real. I know North Carolina is good. I almost took Cuse as a play, like, because I was like, they're not, they're not that bad. They're not going to get wiped. And they got worse than wiped. If you're listening right now, come to Rivers Casino and Resort. We got a nice hot crowd. This might be the hottest crowd we've had all year long. There are some good looking people here. Very excitable crowd of the Bills-Jaguars game here. Uh, whatever excites you and whatever excites me. So it's 3 nothing in Syracuse blocks a punt. So the odds of this happening, over 100-1 to 1 where you block a punt, 
and the punter grabs it after it's blocked and runs for the first down. Now, Syracuse yeah. fans going to stop me right there and say, guys, he didn't get the first down. He was at a yard and a half short. Mm, it should have been reviewed, and it may have been overturned because of the wildness of that. You could point to that play and say the whole game changed after that. There was another penalty in the first quarter that you could say the whole game changed. They were getting smoked. Like, they didn't score. Yeah. So, like, as much as Syracuse fan, and I get it, I'm a sport fanatic just like everybody else. I root for my teams. There are times you're frustrated by the officiating. I can't look at officiating and be like, Syracuse is down 30. That's the ref's fault. 30? <laughs> Three I can give you. I can give you 10. Yeah. 30? Two scores. Two scores I give you. And no, it, Guess what? I don't care what the officials are doing. If you're not getting in the end zone, hot take, you're not going to beat anybody. So enough with the officials cost Syracuse the game against North Carolina. Here's another one. Maybe don't give up 600 yards of offense. I don't think that's the official's fault. It's usually a good start. Drake May is awesome. Okay, this is what... Awesome. I just want to put this out there right now. Don't answer me. Drake May just won the Heisman, in your mind. Because whoever plays the best against Syracuse in any given year ends up on the top of Gaza's Heisman board. Uh, Drake Lamar Jackson May just won the Heisman with his 442 passing yards, three passing touchdowns, 55 yards, and a rushing touchdown on the ground. Drake May just won the Heisman, everyone. He's top of Gaza's list, no doubt in my mind. I will not answer that question. <laughs> I'll divert this conversation. As I to, said, don't answer. Divert it to if you are an NFL fan. Here's what I don't want to happen to Drake, man. I can feel it coming. That is a baby Matt Ryan. Unbelievable arm, good in the pocket, tearing up ACC Matt Ryan wasn't that, wasn't that athletic, though, right? I would say no. But it's always tough in college. To remember, like, God, that's 16 years ago at this point. Right. Matty Ice. I'll give you this. The May family is more athletic with all those guys. Luke May for North Carolina basketball. That family is stacked with athletes. He feels like Matt Ryan. He is going to be a first-round pick. There are going to be people who think he should go above Penix, and Penix has got a big game coming up against Oregon this week. And Caleb Williams, the game he had last night. But uh, I will say I'll pass on your statement, and thank you for not letting me answer that. No, don't don't answer it. We already know. We don't need. There's times like you just don't need the answer because I already have it. Uh, Michigan and Georgia, the one and two. Um, obviously, Georgia taking down a ranked Kentucky team is gonna is gonna light up some people's thoughts about them. Maybe change the 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 fall that they had going for them. But Minnesota's no joke, bro. bro. I'll tell you, they, they put up the best they could against a Michigan team that just is bigger, better, and meaner than you are. So 52-10 Michigan, the number two seed. 51-13 Georgia, the number one seed. <laughs> Georgia's win is more impressive. However, however, I'll say this about your Michigan Wolverines. I texted you during this game early. I texted you. I believe the text was, Michigan is really, really good. Yes. Because and they, I think it was like two seconds later. Minnesota scored their only touchdown of the game, and I'm like, I'm like literally, like, I'm not talking to God, so this game is over. So the stats go something like this. You can correct me if I'm a little off here, but J.J. McCarthy's like top five in the country in completion percentage, so he's not turning it over the football, and he's accurate with the throws. Uh, Blake Corm going into that game was tops in the country in rushing touchdowns, and Roman Wilson, who's wearing number one for Michigan, that might be a compliment enough, had eight touchdowns already, and he's top two, I believe, in the country in receiving touchdowns. So you're telling me i got a nationwide leader in completion percentage, running, and passing. Oh, by the way, the offensive line got the Offensive Line of the Year award yeah. nationally last year. Oh, They're and big and mean. And we're not done yet. Harbaugh, whether it's recruiting, 
whether it's the transfer portal or whether it's revolutionizing football, the Giants of the late 2000s tried doing this. It doesn't matter what it is. They played nine defensive linemen by the second quarter. <laughs> that is an unbelievable stat. Now, I, my, my gut is telling me that it's recruiting because if guys don't get on the field, they're going to transfer, and they got too many four- and five-stars. they got to get on the field. But if you have fresh D-line coming in, how are you going to stop them? They are so good. They're so balanced. That's Harbaugh's best team. I am going to be, oh, I'm going to be struggling this week to figure out who I think the number one team in the country is on the Gaz top 25 poll because the team I had is the number one team in the country. Texas does it again. They choke away a game. Oklahoma. So Oklahoma you, you're so bad at this ranking thing. That's all. There. That's o- what it comes down Oklahoma to. Oklahoma outplayed them. They were yeah. better, and I want to make sure I get his name right because I've been practicing all day. It is on the list. Everyone has an athlete, a coach that they mispronounced their name of. He is now number one on my list. Brent Venerables. Brent Venerables. Somehow I, I tossed the Brent Venerables. I tossed even me saying out loud, the coach for Oklahoma, who I'm going to constantly butcher his name. I feel like there's an N and then a T and then another N and then an awesome job at Oklahoma. He's very similar to landing in Oregon where people criticized him in year one. He's getting his players in year two. Dylan Gabriel didn't play last year in the Oklahoma, underrated, which is bizarre for how good that program has been the last six, seven years. But Texas wasn't good enough. Flat, easy, simple answer. They're no longer the number one team in the country. Uh, here's my top five, LeVac, off the top of my head real quick. And I'm allowed to change this. Oklahoma at five. Ohio State at four. Florida State at three. But Johnny Wilson got hurt in that game. I could have potentially put the Seminoles at one. You know I'm a huge Johnny Wilson fan. I think he's the next Mike Evans. He got hurt in that game against Virginia Tech. So I will put the Seminoles at three, but can change that depending on Wilson's status. Michigan at two. Georgia at one. Kentucky was a top 20 team in the country. They destroyed them. Georgia's best game of the season. I would have your Wolverines still at two under Georgia, but Oklahoma into the top five, and the injury to Wilson hurts Florida State. So basically you put everything back to where I've had it all along. Okay. That's, I mean, listen, you know, that's, that's good for you. Dude, Mason Graham is going to be fun to watch, the defensive tackle for Michigan. Sophomore, big dude, 6'3", 320 pounds. He's a wrestler. So he's, Is that he's, size? Yeah, well, obviously he doesn't. I think when he wrestles, he wrestles a little lighter. But he's got, he's got a wrestling background. So there's a couple plays where I swear to you he single-leg took down the offensive lineman. Like he just, it was like a scoop drop, and then he ran into whoever was in the backfield. Kid's got a motor. He's got a mo- Anybody who's got a friend who was like a high school or college wrestler who just has a different motor than you, you know that guy. Like We all have that guy in our group who just like, tell Mark to calm down. What's he doing now? Oh, he's on the, he's on the roof. Like that's, that's, who, that's who Mason Graham, defensive tackle for Michigan, is. They're amazing. That team is so good. If you missed some Pac-12 action last night, Caleb Williams needed overtime to beat Arizona. I say Caleb Williams, not USC, because (laughs) he's phenomenal. You go back and watch that game. He does everything he can. The UCLA game, uh, Chip Kelly and his squad, a weird-looking Rose Bowl take down Washington State. Horrendous play call. You know, I didn't want to do this on a Sunday morning, but there are two (laughs) teams who need to be spotlighted for the horrific coaching job they did yesterday. Uh Uh, Washington State. This guy and his program and Ryan Leaf go out there and start ripping Corso. McAfee's going off on him game day two weeks ago. Here's an idea. When you're on the road and it's fourth and one, maybe not run a two-wide receiver set 
and go out of shotgun and wonder why you get the first. How about, I don't know, move some blockers in. Go under set. What the hell was that? So Washington State blows the game like that. But as bad as that is, NFL, baseball, there is no worse coaching that has happened so far in this football season than the Miami Hurricanes last night. Mario Cristobal, everybody in South Beach begged and pleaded to get him out of Oregon and get him to Miami. That is the dumbest coaching decision of any football game I've watched this year. If you didn't catch the game, I watched too much Miami Georgia Tech. I wanted to see what was going on. They got a six foot five safety playing for Miami named Williams, who's awesome. He's the best player on the field. Problem is, Mario Cristobal has never taken a knee. I couldn't believe this stat. Go back and look at all the games Miami's won this year. Even when they're up by 30, they're not taking knees. Cristobal did the same thing, if you remember back when he was the coach of Oregon, when they had Justin Herbert against Stanford in a college game day game, where they lost the game because they didn't take a knee five years ago. So they're beating Georgia Tech with a minute 30 to go. Georgia Tech has no timeouts. None. Game's over. Game's over. Take a knee. What happens? Kid from Miami fumbles. Georgia Tech gets the football back. Georgia Tech's quarterback looks like Doug Flutie. <laughs> Ball caught two seconds to go. The yellow jackets pull off the upset on the road. Take a knee. Yeah. Take. Turn the controller off. Somebody grab it. Take his head. I could not believe how bad a coaching that was, where it's the simplest thing in the football. Fall down. Don't do anything. Terrible by Mario Cristobal last night. I feel bad for the Hurricanes because actually he said it twice in the postgame. He should have taken a knee. I wish somebody would have ran and be like, you think? Really? So I feel bad for the Hurricanes because they actually got a pretty good team. Yeah. Well, especially it's, it feels like the Hurricanes have become that team where you draft the defensive players not because what you saw them do, but because what you think they could do in spite of what happened in Miami. Yeah. Which is tough, man. The, the football, college football is better when the U is good. It's just one of those programs that when they're the villains or, or your heroes, it just college football as a whole is better. Uh, we're going to give you an update of what's going on in London. Fantasy Nuggies, other news on the way, live from Van Slicks inside Rivers Casino and Resort. It is LeVac and Goss, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Hello, it's LeVac and Gaz, and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat Gaz is back. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to our good friends at Hooters. I'm giving you three fantasy football plays that are going to beat their projections. LeVac's giving you the three wagers you need for the NFL weekend. It's thanks to our friends under the orange roof on Wolf Road. It's Hooters, the best place to watch NFL action all football season long. 70 Wolf Road Hooters is kind of like the mixture of fantasy and reality. Reality, great food, fantasy. Hello, Hooters girls. Fantasy versus reality after top four and four every Friday right here on LeVac and Goss. Hi, I'm Emmett Smith, Hall of Famer and all-time lead in Russia with exciting news. Football legend Emmett Smith talking about all-new regenerative treatments for joint pain from the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics. But did you know that you can encourage your body to actually heal itself with the help of QC Kinetics? QC Kinetics uses biologic therapies that are natural, restorative, and long-lasting. The body is an amazing thing. Trust me, I put mine through a lot. Exciting new relief is here for pain from arthritis, knee pain, lower back pain, pain in your hips and shoulders. I'm that guy. When you Google shoulder pain, my face pops up. But you don't have to be sidelined by pain anymore. Call QC Kinetics to learn more about biologic therapies. Don't let your joint pain keep you from doing the things you love. There's a new natural solution that patients are raving about. QC Kinetics. Let QC Kinetics help you improve your quality of life. Call QC Kinetics, 838-900-3360. That's 838-900-3360. 838-900-3360. Attention, troops. When the weather starts to change, the Capital Region knows it's time to suit up. And by suit up, we mean Carhartt Outerwear, rugged and warm. 
and everyone knows where to go for the best selection and prices, Mohawk Army Navy. For over 35 years, Mohawk Army Navy has been supplying the American worker with the newest styles and colors that Carhartt has to offer. Carhartt, the premier choice for rugged outerwear. Check it out at Mohawk Army Navy, now with four great locations, Niskuna, Latham, Saratoga, and their new flagship store, North Greenbush Dismissed. Hello, it's LeVac and Gaz, and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat Gaz is back. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to our good friends at Hooters. I'm giving you three fantasy football plays that are going to beat their projections. LeVac's giving you the three wagers you need for the NFL weekend. It's thanks to our friends under the orange roof on Wolf Road. It's Hooters, the best place to watch NFL action all football season long. 70 Wolf Road Hooters is kind of like the mixture of fantasy and reality. Reality, great food, fantasy. Hello, Hooters girls. Fantasy versus reality after top four and four every Friday right here on LeVac and Goss. These days, high prices are forcing Americans to make hard decisions. Do I buy the toothpaste or the toilet paper? We have a better way. Inflation compensation. A $1,000 price busting prize. Be listening for your shot to win a grand. It's LeVac and Goss on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan. Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Chippy across the pond, fishing chippy, if you will. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the score is still eleven seven, uh, about halfway through the third quarter. As the Bills defense is looking a little more ferocious every play, but uh, not to be outdone, uh, Calvin Ridley shoving defensive backs after making his, his catches. Calvin Ridley is a guy that I thought was going to go out and dominate the league this year, and there's still time to do so. I think he's he's got all the physical skills you need. He's got a chip on his shoulder because he lost a season to gambling. Um, is he trying too hard? Because he got a nice catch. It's like three spin moves. Looks like looks like the kid who's just way too fast on the X button kind of deal, you know. And <laughs> and then you know he's shoving people after the play. Luckily, it wasn't it wasn't too bad, but. You trying too hard? I laughed a little extra on that too because the the video game post Toy Story, you know, he's <laughs> moving in a weird way. It really did look like some animation from Ridley's last move there. I would say no because Jacksonville in the history of their franchise, twice when they've gone to the AFC title game, that teams have been about swagger, confidence. The Jalen Ramsey defense team that had a double digit lead in the AFC title game with Blake Bortles as a quarterback, and then the Tom Coughlin team that almost punched their ticket to the I believe our guy Derek Brown was on that squad, right? With the AFC title uh, contending yeah. Jaguars back in they the mid-90s. a players-only meeting yeah. and, went, and then went on a run. Um, yeah, I, I just, he's, he, and maybe it's because I'm just trying to make reasons why I'm not wrong, but he just, he does look, he looks like he's, he looks like he's just, he's just pushing a little, a little too hard. Whoever that coach is, he looks like Mike Wilbon. Um, <laughs> is, that Dar- yeah. is that Darren Ham? Yeah, Whoever the, yeah. What is that, Summer League? What the hell's going on out there? All right, so we are with another Bills player is down and clutching the knee. That's not good. Uh, All right, so we're live here, and, of course, you know, we love being over at Rivers. And uh, feel free to stop by, say hello if you're uh, you're out and about. Great beer specials. Um, As a matter of fact, let me let me give you a little rundown on the on the drink. So, Darvinham, by the way, I think it tossed a W in there. What the hell happened? They go German. Go ahead, Levac. I'm sorry. I I would let it go. I was with you. I was with you. Uh, Five dollar drafts for during football. Five dollar drafts. Six dollars sixteen ounce cans. Twenty five buckets. That's got five beers in it. Um, Available only inside Duke's or Van Slick's bar for those specials. Saturdays, Sundays, Mondays, and Thursdays. Uh, Guys, let's do some fantasy nuggies. What you got for me? Anything that I need to be aware of while I'm putting together my today. Yeah, before we talk about the transactions and trends, let's talk about who's in, who's out. 
Christian Gonzalez, the IR, that's a defensive side of the football, but I think that plays a big factor in the game for the Patriots. Jimmy Garoppolo, LeVac, off the injury report, expected to start Monday night against the Green Bay Packers, but remember, Devontae Adams has been limited in practice, shoulder injury, questionable for Monday night. That's a huge factor, especially for a Monday night fantasy matchup. Remember, you might want to flip Adams into your slot position. Remember, if you got Devontae Adams, he's your wide receiver slot. Put him into the flex. That way you can have a little bit more room if you got to pick up a running back or another wide receiver. And if for some reason Jacoby Myers is available in your leagues, go get him. Because Garoppolo already likes to throw him the ball, and if Adams isn't out there, he's going to become the number one receiver real quick. And I say that out loud realizing I didn't take my own advice because of what happened here with another player that is on my fantasy team, and that involves the Detroit Lions. Three big injuries for the Lions today. St. Brown is out. Also, Jameer Gibbs is out. But this guy is not out. So only two big injuries. Jamison Williams in for the Lions today. So two of those guys, Gibbs and St. Brown out. So well, his first game back, right? It is his first game back. And some rules have changed involving the wagering now. And people are looking at it saying, like, did they give him a break for the wagering and sports gambling and everything else? Also, a quick question about Gibbs. Now, if Gibbs isn't playing, that guarantees he's not going to score a touchdown? Because uh, he hasn't done that all season? I, I think it would have guaranteed it just because of the way his year's gone. Oh, um, is David Montgomery playing? Yes, then he's not going to score a touchdown. No, yeah, you you can go ahead and put him on your bench for this week. Saquon Barkley inactive today for the Giants as they take on the Dolphins. But in the lineup, Cooper <laughs> Cup active today as the Rams take on the Eagles. Imagine- do, you downgrade, do you downgrade Puka? Because of Cup, or do you leave him right where he is? I was going to say this. Imagine if you had Puka already in your lineup, like is your uh, handcuffed to Cooper Cup. Here's what I'd do. If you've got Puka and Cooper Cup on your team, start them both. Do it this week. See what happens. Puka's put up such big numbers that even if he has an average game, which average for him wouldn't just be historic, Roll with them both. So I would not take Puka out of the lineup yet because the numbers are so big. And, and as good as the Eagles so are, yeah. that secondary is their weakness. They're, the only the only real weakness that the, the Eagles have is that secondary. That could be like an 80-point game. That could be like a 45-35 kind of game. Like you never, That's going to be an interesting uh, day what happens with, with that. Like a lot of, lot of games that at first glance you look at today and you go, eh. I don't know. But when you start peeling back the layers of that onion, it becomes a little more exciting. All right, what do you got for me as far as uh, more fantasy nuggies? Transaction trends right now. If you're looking to make a quick roster change, hit the waiver wire, make a move for your team. If you heard some of those guys that are injured, you got to pick up. Mad Brita, how about this? Yeah. 75,000 ads today. That's got to be, I think, our record so far this season with 75,000 <laughs> you know, ads. You know, you know what that is. Those, that's everybody who's been sitting and waiting and they thought this was the week that Barkley was going to be back. And they're like, oh, damn it. <laughs> back to Brita. Yeah, LeVac, that's exactly right because Brita really hasn't done anything. How about so far this season for Brita? He's got uh, a little less than 20 carries in four games with less than 60 yards. Yeah, and it's funny, too, because when he runs, he runs with bad intentions. He's a downhill guy. He's fast. He's 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 aggressive. Like, he's definitely, the, if I was a linebacker or whatever, I would not want him coming at me. And you just, I, I would expect more from him based on the other limitations on the team. I guess, I guess no offensive line makes it hard to do anything, but maybe, you know, you're looking for some slot catches out of him today, like, you know, or not slot, I mean, um, out in the... 
out, yeah, on the slot, out of the slot, out in the on the wing. Your theory about whether people are just scrambling now for a backup makes sense because number two is Khalif Raymond, the wide receiver for the Lions, who's been added by twenty thousand teams in Yahoo fantasy leagues right now. But also, he had negative two yards last week. So again, just <laughs> nowhere to go scrambling, scrambling. Nowhere to go but up. Uh, Tyler Boyd for the Bengals. He's our third most added transaction so far. He had seven targets last week, but overall for a fantasy season, he's been sitting below 10 points in half-point PPR leagues. Those are some names to look out for that have been the most added. Wandale Robinson. I have you starting he's, in two leagues. He's yeah. top four this week. He got a lot of targets last week, 17,000 ants to fantasy teams. I'm going to let him fly in the slot this week. He also was the most added player Yesterday, in some leagues, close to another 17,000 ads yesterday. So, Wandale Robinson, so, just a lot of targets for the Giants. You know how we were a couple weeks back, we're here, and this uh, lovely older woman came over and said, I'm betting Detroit to win the Super Bowl. And since then, we've kind of had an eye on Detroit. So, be- right before you walked in, Delia and I are sitting here setting everything up. Uh, a gentleman in a light blue polo walked over and said, my play of the day is Giants. The Giants, and he went on to say he thinks the Giants win by 10. He said the Dolphins are not as good as you think. The Giants are going to win by 10. I was like, you know that you have no, like, you know that you and I have to leave here in a little while and go put on uniforms to play offensive line. They have nothing left on offense. Like, Evan Neal is their offensive line, and he wasn't, he was offensive. I've got some questions. Not about the game, but about this guy. Okay. He said if he, if I'm, if he's right, he expects a spot on the show in the future. Light blue polo. Yeah, he's walking around. Did he have a hat on? No, no hat. Was he very loud? Uh, Did he have a loud voice, Delia, this guy who was yelling? No, no, he, no. Was, he was, he was, I mean, he was up there a little bit, but he wasn't super loud. Was it 10.45-ish, or actually not, uh, like 10.15-ish? Like 10.15-ish, yeah, yeah. He's still here, I saw him walking around. All right, point him out, because I wonder if he's the same guy who yelled from the kiosk last week that he wanted the Texans and it was the best play of the week. So if it's that same guy... I'm not gonna. I don't like his play, but I didn't like his Texas play last week. So I, I got to get eyes on this character. He's, he has said to us, and, and this is, he said that the, the he had a parlay going that would have paid like I don't know thirty forty grand, and they wouldn't take it here. Um, and he said it, it. It. He's. He's like I can do it online, but I can't do it here. And whatever he was going. He was a very confident individual. Very confident. And I told him I was like I appreciate your confidence, but you're going to get destroyed today. That's not good for you. Uh, I have a follow-up now that I didn't think was – this is nowhere on the show run, but this guy's no. got me twisted now with his confidence. Yeah. Okay, we mentioned Survivor a lot. We're talking about the show itself. We're talking about Survivor pools that people love to play and have yes. fun with it. And if you are a casual wager or investor, sometimes some people just say, who's the biggest favorites of the week? I'm just going to do money line bets and hope they win. Mm-hmm. Now yeah, she's hearing, right there, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's all right. She's pretty good. She uh, just how pretty you are. That's all. Now hearing that guy's pick today. In whatever his scouting report is, who do you feel more confident in winning today? The Giants, or excuse me, more confident in winning today, the Dolphins or the Lions? And you just heard the two big Lion injuries as well. Um, I originally had the Giants above the, I'm sorry, I, I originally had the Lions above the Dolphins. Um, but based on the way the Lions have moved, I think the Dolphins are the cleaner play. The Dolphins are my safety play this week. I agree as well. Yes, I hope so. Remember, I fat figured myself out of a $50 teaser last week. I agree just because of offense versus offense. How in the world, as bad as the Dolphin defense is, how are the Giants going to put up enough points yeah. to beat Miami? Dolphins are my safety play this week. Uh, are, is the Lions offense 
that reliance on St. Brown. Like, Goff, you've heard me all September talk about how good Goff has played. Is St. Brown that good of a player that he's had that much of an impact on the offense? Today's going to be the answer to that. I would lean Dolphins as well, but here's what I would say about people who've already locked in their Lions pick. I already did. Let it roll. Yeah. Do not. In Survivor, I did Lions, yep. but it's my safety play of the week. I've, I've got the. Uh, I've got the fins. If you're going to change it, who, t- who are you going to change it to? Like, there's not a- another big favorite or a lock-in, no-doubt, money-line play. I c- if there was another option, I'd give it to you. I don't know who it would be after those two teams as the biggest favorites of Week 5. I feel like if you still had San Fran, even though Dallas is really good, I just think San, oh, Fran's, San Fran's at a level in their home. That's just that's that's about where... I couldn't do it. I couldn't no. pull the trigger. That might be a nice little tease for your picks coming up, though, of where you feel you're going in that game. That's a battle between... The second best team, or maybe even the best team in the NFL. I was going to say best team in the NFC. That might be the best teams of the NFL. The winner of that game. The best team in the NFL right now. What yeah. if Dallas beats them? Everybody loses the game. All right. And that's how they beat them. I mean, if they dominate them, that then I got to bump them up in my in my mental rankings. But if they if they just if they just get a win, things happen. Everybody has a stinker. Everybody loses the game. You know, undefeated doesn't happen. Well, I have once, but all right. <laughs> but that's it. All right, so there's your fantasy nuggies. I have one in other news. It is, uh, it, it's, it's something that we've all been keeping an eye on, trying to figure out how this thing was going to play out. Um, Tyreek Hill had said that if once his career is over, he he thinks he would uh, he would like to do um, adult films. It now turns out he has many many. Options, so many options now. They've been reaching out to him, um, companies that make those kind of films. That Tyreek Hill has had to publicly walk it back Whoa. because it became too real. He said, "Quote: I was joking. I was definitely joking. That's something I just don't want to do." Um, so yeah, so Tyreek Hill um, put his foot in his mouth, as opposed to other things in other places, and uh, had to now walk it back. Nah, he didn't walk it back. He did. He said, he, "Well, like, quote, I was joking. I was definitely joking. That's something I just don't want to do. I mean, I think his agent probably said, you need to walk it back. There we go. He walked it back, dot, 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 for now. Because when his career does end, he does might it? still call people He's, to pursue uh, this. He might still do it. Apparently, Rochelle Ryan and Nikki Benz, who work for Naughty America, have said they would be very interested in working with, with the Cheetah. Um. They- there you go. Within the next 10 years, like, I don't think he's going to be shamed. I think people are going to be like, you do you. Because if people have OnlyFans no. accounts now, but I think some people are like, yo, you go make your money. I think Tyreek Hill. Pro wrestling gets rid of, of women for OnlyFans. You think if that be the case, what? who else is sponsoring Tyreek Hill? This is a long-term bet. Someone's going to have to track this one. <laughs> 15 years. Over <laughs> under .5 adult films. Um. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Hey, Albany Empire Empire jersey. jersey. Yeah, from 22. That was a good year. Um, (laughs) Executive of the year right over here, buddy. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, A leaked film doesn't count. Ooh, I was going to say over, and that's why my play was going to be. No, film doesn't doesn't count. Unless unless it's very uh, Unless there's like a picture of him uploading it to the server, it doesn't count. Um, One of the producers for said movie said, quote, I am sure he doesn't need any training. He would be able to hold his own. Lights, camera, action. <laughs> natural. It's natural. I can't believe this show is this old now, but for those people who don't remember the show The League on mm-hmm. FX, there is a scene that we're talking about now that 
this is basically it with Dirty Randy and Rafi, where Deion Sanders appears in one. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go find Dirty Randy, Rafi, and Deion Sanders. And this is sort of similar to what we're talking about. I forgot that, that episode, but there you go. Um, all right, right now, still uh, still 11-7 across the pond, just starting the fourth quarter. Uh, Jacksonville threatening, but uh, almost turning the ball over. So this uh if you if you have the over on your ticket, you may want to tear that one up. That's the only thing I can kind of kind of say. Now all of a sudden they blow up in the fourth, uh, but that's that game is it's it's. I mean, this is a physical game. I if we see these two teams in the playoffs, and and the Bills are healthier, this this could be a fist fight. It's very possible we see this matchup in the postseason. If this were to happen, it could. Mm, hang on a second. I was going to say that the game would be... Zach back in the studio said that guy's out of his mind, the Giants fan. Actually, he's a Cowboys fan. He the Giants. Uh, I was going to say that this could happen where Jacksonville would be oh, the he... home team, but Jacksonville's lead in the AFC South is not locked in, and why can't Buffalo win the AFC East? They beat Miami. Buffalo's probably going to win the AFC East. Yeah, now. so this could be a game well, the in Milano Western thing scares me a lot. The Milano thing, because there's so much speed on that Dolphins offense. If you don't have Milano, can you stop everybody? Um, and to add to that, do you think two teams in the AFC South could get to the postseason? If Jacksonville doesn't win the South, are they a postseason team? Ooh, I don't feel I don't good know. about that. I don't know. I don't know. But, I mean, the way they're playing the Bills today, you got to believe that if they can, if they bring this effort against everyone else, they're going to win a lot of football games. Because the, the Bills are that damn good. We might have a turnover on the field. We'll let you know uh, the status of that uh, when we get back. we got our uh, 1 o'clock slate. We'll do all the picks for all the games. Live from Van Slick's inside uh, Rivers Casino Resort. So when we get back, but first I want to tell you about C4 Smart Energy. See, the reason I'm so smart, C4 Smart Energy. That and uh, no, no actual um, personal life. I just sit home and read and watch things. You do a lot of things, Levesque. C4 gets you through a day, whether it's running championship organizations, whether it's hosting with me, uh, running, doing things with your daughter. On field MC for the Albany Great Danes. Yeah. You got a lot going on. No, if you went to the games. Well, I was at Wing Walk yesterday. I was dealing with some toddlers, dealing with some in laws and more. Blood Orange, I needed you yesterday. I need you again today. Thank you to C4. Whatever your weekend schedule looks like. By the way, I had one of my in-laws come right over and say, oh, man, you got C4. Do you mind if I grab a few? And I thought, what's a few? Why do you need a few? You get one. Yeah. If they'd ask for one, I'd say, yes, a few? No, back up. He took a few, but I said, you know what? He can experience C4. I'm going to share the wealth, share the greatness that is C4. (laughs) If you haven't done it yet, get your C4 today. Get your day started right or whatever gets you through the weekend. Three minutes until you get a text from Closer saying you still owe him C4 from the horse racing season. The guy who needs it the most in our life is Boston Dan. Boston Dan vanished from our group chat and then all of a sudden came back and went, gosh, why didn't you tell me how hard it is to have two kids? He needs to get him some C4 in that fridge. That's what he needs. I get you some C4, Boston Dan. I got Blood this, orange. Stop promising people beverages you're never going to give it. Closer's not here. I yeah, but be, you're not going to give it to anybody. You still owe me 240s. You owe, I would have got it you today. You owe Closer C4. Now you owe Dan C4. You I got, got family members taking a few. Poor Dina's over in the corner. She's like, C4, you guys won't even let me go get a coffee of my own. Like, what the hell? How is that coffee, by the way? It's not C4. Strawberry guava. That's what I'm rocking. Uh, man, I'll tell you right now. You want you want that you want that good sugar-free boost. Stop by Speedway, grab yourself a C4 Smart or Ultimate Energy. You'll love it. Um, coming up, one o'clock window. Levac and Gaz live from Rivers on Fox Sports Radio, ninety-five nine and nine eighty.
For your new furniture, no one has better selection and savings this weekend than Meradians. Be a furniture shopping MVP and discover store-wide savings at Meradians. Unlike other sales, the fall savings event at Meradians are on the best brands in furniture. Braddington Young, Fjords, Hickory Craft, Canada, Lazy Boy, even American-made solid wood Amish furniture. So whether you're looking for one piece or an entire room, come see the latest furniture fashions, colors, and styles at Meradians. And if your old mattress is keeping you awake at night, get a good night's sleep with Queen Mattresses starting at just $399. Or save up to $900 on select Beautyrest Black adjustable sets during the fall savings event. And ask about free delivery, free setup, and free removal of your old mattress. Don't shop anywhere else when you can save now at Meridian's with Beautyrest. Living life fully charged. Be a furniture shopping MVP with the Meridian's value promise. Always top quality, always the latest styles, always the lowest possible price. At Meridian's Furniture. Albany, Clifton Park, and Meradians.com. Let Curtis Lumber's award-winning designers make your kitchen dreams come true with an amazing offer on new kitchen projects. Buy cabinets from Merillat Classic, Merillat Masterpiece, or Wellborn Cabinetry and choose special financing with your purchase of $5,000 or more. Plus, receive a free stainless steel sink with your Cambria countertop purchase. Act now. Offer ends November 30th. Visit CurtisLumber.com for details and schedule your design consultation today. WWE Monday Night Raw returns to Albany's MVP Arena December 4th. You'll see world heavyweight champion Seth Freakin' Rollins, the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes. May the best man win. Becky Lynch. The man is back. Undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions Finn Balor and Damian Priest and more. Ticket start at $20. Available now at Ticketmaster. This is Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan. Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Live inside Rivers Casino and Resort. LeVac Gaz, the, uh, the traveling GT toys, the studio of toys with a Z. Um, yeah, we had another turnover. It looks like, I think, two two fumbles, both for Trevor Lawrence, if, if I'm not mistaken. He sacked four times. The uh, Jags have not put a hand on Josh Allen yet. And if, if he appears, oh, uh-oh. Uh, we got to see how this one's ruled. This could be a big turnover. We'll, get, we'll let you know once it's, uh, once it's, once it's actually ruled. Allen's walking off the field. That's not a good sign. Um, looks like he threw a deep pick to the Jags. Defense coming up big in this game. Here's the thing. Before we get into the 1 o'clock picks, um, how does how does Jacksonville not go get a Randy Gregory? You've got the other Josh Allen. Um, you, you've had some really great edge rushers. Like a Randy Gregory's out there, you don't go get him? It makes sense for that defense. He would have been a really good addition to that. Up front, uh, stop potential movement, especially in the AFC South. To especially confuse some younger quarterbacks, right? Richardson and Stroud, both younger in that sense. If you thought Levis or Willis was going to be under center, you could have dominated that division with some really strong defensive line and linebacker play. I know they had the top pick out the kid from Georgia a few years ago, and then Miles Jack had his whole scenario of he should have been a Jag for the future, but he wanted to go be like a plumber and like randomly retired. So the way in the course of history the Jaguar defense has gone, they had some unpredictable things happen across the board. If they if they literally are a pass rusher away from being a power in the AFC, do you do you flirt with Chandler Jones? Yeah, I, think I you do. Really, as crazy as he's being right now, you'd have to he'd have to sign like an agreement that you you give him, he has a chaperone. 
if you are in contention for a playoff spot, let's say it's like Thanksgiving, and Chandler Jones is still out there, why not? And by the way, like Walker, <laughs> I mentioned Walker. Walker was the player. I mean, I like it. I like where your head's at, but it's crazy. It's almost as crazy as he is. There were already reports earlier this season in September uh, from Sports Illustrated and other outlets saying, do the Jags already regret drafting Walker? He's been there one year. <laughs> one year. All right, time for the uh, 1 o'clock window. We're going to run through these. Uh, still got our picks of the day coming up for the C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge between myself, Gaz, Quinn, and Cantera. Um, Zach Boyden is in the studio today. Zach Harris had to take a weekend off. Delia's here. Delia back on the heater. And Zach, Zach um, Boyden hit a, in a bit of a heater last week, too. He cashed in a couple of those parlays he had out there. All right, but here we go. The 1 o'clock window, as you know, right now the Bills are trailing the Jags 11-7. Low-scoring defensive turnovers happen in craziness. Let's go to the Giants. Giants are going to Miami. Guys, if you like the Dolphins, you got to lay 12.5. The total is 47.5. Yes, Dolphins all day. This, all day, is, my, day. this is my survivor play. Uh, I thought the number was going to go the opposite direction here, but it does not go that way. Instead, I'm Miami all day with the injuries to Saquon Barkley, with the lack of consistency out of Daniel Jones. The offensive, yes, it's Dolphins all day. It's my survivor play. I don't know what that guy you were talking about was thinking. This is one of my top three plays. And it's a C4 play for me. Um, it's a C4 play for me as well uh, in, in multiple ways. I just, this look, I love Brian Dable. I love Joe Shane. I love what they're doing. I, I can, you see where they're headed. I almost feel like they fell in the exact same trap that their predecessors did, McDermott and Bean in Buffalo. McDermott and Bean walked in and, and almost without saying it said, hey, this is going to take three or so years. And then make the playoffs in year one. And then everybody's expectations go through the roof. Giants make the playoffs in year one. Probably shouldn't have. And now, with all the injuries to the offensive line, with Saquon Barkley out, with all these things going on, I think they, they've got that. Like, when you used to play Madden, and it would, um, it was, this is what you go, a bad Raiders team. It would be like, all the reasons that the Dolphins would win. And then, a couple big plays could change everything. Like, Sure, if Jalen Hyatt gets deep and Daniel Jones is on his feet, great. Uh, not a great defense for the Dolphins. But I think what's going to happen, Dolphins start out, they get a big lead, 10, 14, 20 points, and the Giants make mistakes having to take risks, trying to catch up. Dolphins are the play here. Hang on. That last part, if you saw me wincing, if you hear at Rivers Casino Resort, I winced because I was, while you were talking, I thought, Man, this game has a lot of Chiefs-Jets vibes from last week. <laughs> and then you go, you know, I think the Dolphins are going to get up 14, maybe 17 nothing. I'm like, God, that's what happened in the Chiefs-Jet game. Hang on. Do you do you see that comparison here? Because No, because the Jets are farther along with what they're built. The Jets are legitimately a quarterback away from being a contender. And the Giants are four offensive linemen away right now. And a running back. And a dominant number one receiver. And a game plan in which they get the ball to the to the tight end who should be the number one receiver. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, their defense is playing um, not as well as they should. So you know, you, you, very young secondary, a lot of potential. They're headed in the right direction, but this one won't be ugly today. Uh, continuing on with the 1 o'clock window, guys, you got the Saints. They're at the Patriots. Patriots are one-and-a-half-point favorite. The total is 39. My heart wants me to take the Saints. Dennis Allen's my dude. He was defensive coordinator, head coach for the Raiders a long time ago. Um, Derek Carr's my dude. 
Derek Carr's shoulders hurt. He can't throw deep. He's checking down underneath. He threw, what, 13 passes to Alvin Kamara last, last week for like 30, 40 yards. Um, Bill Belichick's going to take away the underneath. Challenge Carr to go deep. He's not going to be able to do so. Even with the injuries, i got to take the pads. I'm putting out a warning to everybody. I'm going to lean back in my chair right now. Delia asked about this game before we took to the air today. Uh, for Cantera, hopefully, who's listening, he's a big Patriot fan. Our guy Joe Lynch, Bobby L on Twitter, who loves his Patriots, he tweets about us to the show. I want you all that you all have a pass right now. Anytime, 24-7, 365 for the rest of the year. Tweet me, text me, <laughs> and explain to me why I keep taking the Patriots. I don't get it. Yeah. Like, they're not good. They are not good. If this was just money line plays, like, okay, I'm just going to have them win or lose, I think I would have maybe had the Patriots figured out. But from the Dallas game last week, the Jets game the week before, I want to pick against them. I picked the Saints to be the best team in the NFC. And now we're at week five, and I'm taking New England. Why do I keep doing this? They're not good. But it's it's the line. Levac, you're totally right. It's the number here. If I didn't see the number, I would have taken the Saints. But because the number doesn't make sense, because there's something going on with Belichick, I don't get it. They stink. They're terrible. But I'm taking New England, and it's probably the fourth time this year I'm taking New England, and I might be 0 for 4 for New England with this play. But I'm, I can't not take them. The number's too stupid. I'm taking the Patriots. Yeah, I, I get, it's, it's not even the number for me. It's it, the shoulder injury. The, the Derek Carr hasn't shown me that he can run that offense the way I wanted him to. And again, what does Belichick do? Takes away the thing you like to do best for captain checkdown, Derek Carr. <laughs> He's going to have a lot of linebackers in the flat. The, line, the ends are going to be dropping out. I know he doesn't have Judon. He doesn't have uh, Gonzalez, but he has enough because he's Darth Hoodie, and it's going to be an ugly day for the Saints. Sorry. Uh, okay, continuing on with the 1 o'clock window. Houston Texans at Falcons. Falcons two-point favorite with a total of 42. If I had a ranking system right now, my favorite plays of the entire season, one was the Panthers on Monday night. That missed. This is number two. I <laughs> Most of your picks seem to be number two. I love this game. I love everything about this play. Falcons in this matchup with the Texans. The Texans have been about running the football in big plays. The Falcons, all they can do is run the football. Desmond Ritter isn't good. Levac, this is a classic Goss take here. This game's under three hours. This is the first game off the board. This game is going to fly. It's barely going to be on red zone. This is an under. It's 41 and a half. I updated my Twitter profile and called myself the king of under 41 and a half. This is everything I need in this game. I love the under. I will take the Texans to win. I like the Texans, but I'm taking the under, and it's my favorite play besides the Panthers this season so far, and it better hit. Please, for the love of God, hit this bet. The game will be over before four o'clock. Under, under, under all day. Uh, this is this is what actually this is one of the tougher games for me. You know that I I think Arthur Smith is a heck of a coach. I think I like what he's doing um, in Atlanta. I think that with all the hype around C.J. Stroud, I thought this was going to be a pick'em, if maybe not even a point favorite for the Texans. I feel like they're begging you to take the Texans. You know what happens these rookie quarterbacks? They hit walls, man. Sooner or later, defenses see what they're doing, and they stop them. i got to take the Falcons. I'll lay the two points in this one. Uh, the Carolina Panthers are at the Detroit Lions. Lions now are nine-point favorites. The total is 43.5 points. I blocked this in as a 10-point wager. Uh, the, the fact that the number is trickling down with the Lions, I think that's a reaction to Amon Ross St. Brown not being in the game, um, as well as uh, Jameer Gibbs. 
I don't think it makes that big of a difference. I think the game plan was to run the football. I think if you are in a fantasy league and Laporta, the tight end, is on your bench, he needs to be in your starting lineup. He is going to score at least once today. I still like the Lions. I still, I'll lay the nine. I laid ten. I'll lay nine. I didn't know what Laporta was going to be in his first season because we've seen so many tight ends come out with so much hype, and Laporta's hype was uh, maybe just take a swing on him in a later round, and he's good. He's a very good player. Turns out when your head coach played tight end and they draft the tight end high, they like him. Yeah, they're going to get in the football. This is money line Detroit for survivor pools. I would take Detroit with the points as well. I like your takes about this team's actually deep enough for Detroit. Here's my fear, though. If you have Detroit in one of those plays, whether it's with the points, whether it's money line, don't watch a lot of that game. <laughs> because what's going to happen is it's the Detroit Lions. You're stress yourself out for yes. no reason. LeVac, like, I could see Carolina playing pretty well early on. The offense has been so bad. But I could see Detroit like down three in the second quarter. I could see like an in-game money line play for the Lions where you get a better number during the game if Carolina eats the clock. So don't stress yourself out. Detroit's known to blow things in the second half and the first half. I would No, don't touch it. I would go with... Detroit money line and calm yourself down. Don't watch the game or get them in game. This is a game on its surface looks terrible. But when you think about it, could be one of the more entertaining games of the day. Tennessee Titans are two and a half point favorites on the road against the Colts. The total is 43 and a half, guys. This one's a mess for me. <laughs> I like both of these teams. It's actually a huge game. You could argue like yeah. the, the future of what the division looks like comes out of this game. I'm leaning towards Tennessee. I'm going to take the Titans more so because of they got a little bit more veteran play. I trust Rabel more as a coach. That defense isn't great. Indianapolis is fine. I, they're just too young. And today's a day where they can change that opinion for a lot of people like me and say, we are a force in this division. Jonathan Taylor, what's the number? Is it 10, 15, 25? I don't know what Jonathan Taylor is going to get out of the backfield, even though they played pretty good up front. I will take the Titans, and it's a defining of the season for both these teams already in October. It's a rare time when I have to cite God's knowledge for why I'm taking a team. I feel like nine times out of ten, even when you're right, you were wrong why you were right. Show your work like a math problem. Yeah, yeah. like don't. like like Kind of like the way you were talking about that Detroit game. Don't ever listen to why guys like something. Just if you like it too, go with it. Uh, but in this one, like you've been, you've been banging the, the Derrick Henry drum. They've been making him more involved. Um, you know, you, you t- we both talked about the way Mike Vrabel coaches. He, he is somehow still one of the more underrated head coaches in all of football. Uh, I love where the Colts are going. Uh, I, I think that they're going to be really stinking good. But... I need to see a little bit more before I'll take you over Vrabel under a field goal. I think it probably ends up being like a 17-14 game. And uh, I, Jonathan Taylor, is he playing? I, I think is, is he? I think he is. I don't know. But either way, I, I'm with you. Titans on this one. Um, for a lot of the things you've been saying for weeks, which scares the living hell out of me. Jonathan Taylor is dressed, by the way, just moments ago. Look at that time. I got dressed today, too. Nobody cared about him. Nobody tweeted about that. He's active and will be playing today. Oh, I'm not far from active. All right, the Baltimore Ravens, four-and-a-half-point favorites at Pittsburgh Steelers. Total, 38-and-a-half. We got ourselves an AFC North just street fight. Like, Vince McMahon's like, oh, dear God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I got to go Ravens here. I, I think you, you're getting a lot of your players back. You're getting OBJ, uh, Bateman back, the wide receivers, which means you're going to see Lamar Jackson do a lot of the things he likes to do. I don't think the Steelers are that good. I mean, your your key win is over the Raiders at this moment, right? I mean, that's 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 
I'm a Raiders fan and I'm not impressed. So I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go against the Steelers. I'm gonna take the Road Ravens. I'm going with the Ravens as well. You said a keyword that my scouting report feels the same for you, and that's a touchdown, Jacksonville. Travis Etienne, a.k.a. Wow. if you live in the South, Etchin, where he used to be formerly known a- as an ATM. Yeah, he gets in the end zone. He puts Jacksonville now with a double that's it, that's it. digit lead, yeah. 17-7 with the extra point on the way. They went for two, by the way, after a personal foul call earlier in the game for roughing the passer. Right. That could play so a now, difference here. Do you go Do you go one and make him have to go for two if they score and get the uh, field goal, or do you go for two and put it out of – Touch for I. This is where I, I go wait. for one. Yeah, I, it looks like they're going to go for one. I don't see a helmet on. They're kicking one. Uh, to your question, though, Levac, that's a difference of if it was not backed up the extra point, that's a great spot to fake an extra point. Up ten, yeah. get it to twelve, thinking they're going for the can't do that play anymore. But that uh, drive showcased uh, Trevor Lawrence's escapability and Travis Etienne being the safety valve, and it it was impressive. It's that's what if you're a team in the AFC, you didn't want to see that drive. Mm-mm. Uh, I'm sorry, I just lost my train of thought there after that touchdown. What uh, game were we on again? We're on the, we're on the Ravens. Thank yeah. you, the Ravens, yeah. yeah. So you, you mentioned wide receivers. Uh, Odell is healthy. He's suited up. He's, you're getting some warm-up reps if you're watching us here at Rivers Casino. You're seeing him work with some coaches. It's about the wide receivers for both teams. I have Zay Flowers having a huge game. I, it's my fantasy versus reality pick. That's how confident I feel the rookie out of Boston College. Over Zay Flowers' yards. Zay Flowers gets in the end zone. You flip it over to Pittsburgh. It is so bad for everybody. Najee Harris, are you good? Can he pick it? Is it all <laughs> Matt Canada? Calvin Austin. Who? If Calvin Austin walked in right now, how many people would know who he is? Allegedly, he's a star receiver now for Pittsburgh. That's how bad it's getting for the Pittsburgh offensive weapons. Baltimore is to play, and if Pittsburgh's offense is bad again, that's probably it for Matt Canada as the offensive coordinator. Our guy Scotty was here last week. I thought Scotty was going to run. No. I thought he was going to run to the game and take out Canada. He couldn't stand <laughs> it. So this could be it for Matt Canada if that offense looks bad again today. All right. So uh, Boston Dan just reached out and thinks he's going to beat me in the uh, Godzilla Media League. Um, when I see Boston Dan, I instantly think of our friends over at Hooters, Seventy Wolf Road. Of course, during football, you got the uh, three ninety nine drafts of Miller and Coors Light. You got the four ninety nine drafts of Sam Adams and Cecil Sam's, and great food. Great service from the Hooters girls. So uh, just give a shout-out to Dan, even though I know he's currently dressed like Mick Foley, changing his own oil in his driveway, which is hysterical to me. <laughs> um, I, I asked him to please get a video of him yelling, bang, bang, and running around the yard. But, uh, yeah, Hooters, man, if you're not if you're not at Van Slicks, you got to be at Hooters. Like, those are the two places to watch football um, if, if you're asking me right now. And, and you have no choice but to ask me because I have the microphone. So... Four o'clock window, Sunday night football, Monday night football, picks coming up uh, live from Van Slicks inside Rivers Casino and Resort. We'll have those for you. Uh, and also, we're just a little way away from the C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge picks. Uh, Zach back in the studio is a different Zach than normal in the studio, but he's on a heater. Delia's on a heater. You still suck. I what? win all my safety picks. <laughs> we'll see what's going on with these all coming up uh, still today. LeVac and Goss, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. Latinos are driving prosperity, power, and progress in America. Yet 77% of Hispanics don't know about their contributions to the country. From population growth to representation, economy, and education, Latinos are advancing positively and driving American progress. This Hispanic Heritage Month, it's your turn to speak about how Latinos are driving the growth and shaping the culture of the U.S. Let's elevate together the narrative of our community as who we are. Hispanic Stars. 
For more information, go to hispanicstar.org. Hello, it's LeVac and Gaz, and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat Gaz is back. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to our good friends at Hooters. I'm giving you three fantasy football plays that are going to beat their projections. LeVac's giving you the three wagers you need for the NFL weekend. It's thanks to our friends under the orange roof on Wolf Road. It's Hooters, the best place to watch NFL action all football season long. 70 Wolf Road Hooters is kind of like the mixture of fantasy and reality. Reality, great food, fantasy. Hello, Hooters girls. Fantasy versus reality after top four and four every Friday right here on LeVac and Goss. Why is iHeartRadio the number one streaming radio app? Free music. Free live radio stations from all over the country. Free podcasts. Free playlists. Free contests. Free artist radio stations. Commercial free stations. It's free. I love iHeartRadio. Join the millions of music, radio, and podcast fans on the number one streaming radio app now. iHeartRadio. 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 Free never sounded so good. Fox Sports 980, now on 95.9 FM. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan. Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. All right, those are all the uh, 1 o'clock window, and now we uh, sashay into the 4 o'clock window. Is that a RuPaul reference you just dropped? Uh, sashay away? Uh, it wasn't intentionally a RuPaul, um, but, I mean, if, if that's what you think of when you hear sashay, fine. I mean, for me, I just think of my natural grace and style in which I move through the day. I, oh. I believe it was Delia earlier. It was like, wow, you really sashay gracefully. You did? Yeah, no, no, that oh. didn't happen at all, but... <laughs> But she's the only person here I thought might know what that means besides you, so uh, so that's that's why she got dragged into that one. All right, so on to the 4 o'clock window, and, man, I, this, bye weeks always make it interesting. I'll tell you that. You got the Rams. You're getting four at home. You're a total of 50 as you hosted the Eagles. You guys, you want to go first? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm taking <laughs> – I sound very confident. I'm taking, I'm taking Philly. The only reason I'm hesitating here for this is because we, we touched on this in the 11 o'clock hour about Cooper Cup and Puka. Like, is this going to be the best wide receiving core in 2023? The Bengals had that bragging right for so long, for two, three seasons, and now the Bengals can't even move the ball. Uh, four jumped out to me. I thought it was going to be six and a half, maybe seven, but Philadelphia is a riverboat Ron two-point conversion away from blown-up survivor pools, maybe us reconsidering the team and who they stand as. I will go with Philly. But this is going to be a really tight game. And of all the teams in the NFL, even including Arizona, the team that I felt the most impressed by, interested by, is this Rams team. They've been way better than I thought they were going to be. Yeah, I, I, I still feel like this is a flawed Eagles team. As good as they've played, as, as good as they've done, four points, that secondary. Stafford isn't ready to hang anything up yet. I think I think, I think. think. I think the Rams are going to score with the Eagles today. I think it's going to be a pretty good game for them. So you give me four points. I'll take the Rams plus the four. Ooh, okay. Uh, the Bengals are headed to the Arizona. They're taking on the Cardinals. Bengals three-point favorite, total of 45. Joe Burrow is not healthy, okay? The Cardinals are the team that no one wants to face. They play like they have nothing to lose, and they play harder than everyone who they play against. They may not be as good as you, but they are going to fight you. I think they will make this at worst a field goal game. Heck, they might win it outright. I'll take the cards plus the points. The Cardinals, I had to double-check this because they played 
it's not going to look like they played well against San Francisco. They lost by 19 points. But there was a late touchdown there by San Francisco in that third quarter. Arizona has a possibility to make that a one-score game. They were constantly covering. Now you get Cincinnati. i got to give it to Cantera. Cantera texted me earlier today so confident about the Bengals. He said they just can't be this bad. Like You can't go from a Super Bowl contender, really not have a significant injury, really not have a tough opponent you got beat up by, and be this bad this fast. I'm sorry, your your all-world quarterback only having one leg you can actually push off of is not a major injury? I hate hate to disagree, but I disagree. <laughs> I'm taking the over in this game. I like Joshua Dobbs' matchup, though, against the Bengal defense, which has been not great, but it gets overshadowed by the lack of success for the offense. I like the over of any play in this game. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna talk myself into Cincinnati. I know I've been a Cardinal fan in September. I'm talking myself into Cincinnati. That's the play, but I like the over better than anything else in that game. And Dobbs over a 1.5 touchdowns and yards. So there you go, Dobbs, then the over, then Cincinnati. Yeah, I think I think I think Burrow's, I think Burrow's one awkward hit away from not finishing the season. Uh, all right, Kansas State Chiefs are on the road, headed to Minnesota. The Chiefs are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. The total is 52-and-a-half points. Is this another one that jumped out to you when you saw the line earlier in the week and thought it was going to move a lot? Because this uh, one's yeah. for me. Yeah, I did. I did. I thought a lot of people were going to jump all over Kansas City with a lower number, and I was hoping for it, to be perfectly honest with you. I'll go with Kansas City. This, this is going to sound so odd. Is the offense really playing that well? Like it's it's maybe it's time of possession, maybe it's a little bit more reliance on the run game, which actually probably makes more sense for the offense. Even though you could throw Mahomes fifty times a game if you want, this is more about Minnesota's defense. Can they actually win games? Is the North still up for grabs? If Detroit, for whatever reason, struggles against Carolina, does Minnesota flip this around and say we can beat Kansas City and get back in contention for this division championship? Kansas City double. I feel like that non-cover last week is a ghost cover. That's how I felt watching my teams lose and my <laughs> money turn into a ghost. Kansas City's the play here, but Minnesota's defense needs a big game. Uh, I'm going to go Minnesota on this one. I, like, I got the three and a half points. I feel like it's a field goal game at best. This uh, Kansas City team, they don't need to play their best game to beat people, and they know it, which is dangerous. So uh, I, think, I think Minnesota will keep this thing very close, maybe even have a lead late into the game, uh, end up losing by two or three if they lose it all. Uh, I'd love the over, though. I would love to just jump all over that over, but Captain Kirk has screwed me before on the over. Uh, all right. The Buddy Hackett Bowl. The New York Jets are in Denver. Denver's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. The total is 42-and-a-half. These are those situations where I look at a line like this, and I want to tell you it's smelly, but it's really not because Denver's home. Jets had to fly across the country to play them. Denver should be favored even though they're not as good. But also the Jets aren't doing anything that blows your mind, especially at the quarterback position, even though uh, Zach Wilson had a nice game last week. i got to take the Jets here because if the Jets don't win this game, the season is over. And not by the record, but me telling you, if you can't get up for this game, this is a team that you look at and think is probably worse than you. This is a team that talked bad about your coaching staff. This is this is a team you need to beat. This is a circle on your calendar. You need to beat them. So the Jets, I'll take the Jets. Let's stretch out here a little bit on this Jets-Broncos game because there might be someone listening right now. If you're driving around the Capital Region, we appreciate you, 95-9-980. And also, if your reception's a little weird, 1031-HD2. Might have a little clearer signal for you. That's a touchdown Buffalo right there, LeVac. Yep. Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis. And what a great season he's having, by yeah. the way. Like, going into the preseason, people talked about Diggs and what Gabe Davis. 
fantastic year for Gabe Davis. Really good. Another guy who just had a showed out in training camp and has always been really good for Buffalo since then. So Buffalo is likely going to go for two here to make it a three-point game. Uh, 18-15 if they convert it. We'll keep you posted on this. But we're talking Jets-Broncos here. Uh, if you missed it, three to five weekdays, Levan Goss, you called it a must win. And usually when we do that, we joke around, it's the yep. playoff. But you really feel, because we talked to Matt Verderam about this, and I, I felt the same way Verderam did, that when you go through the AFC teams, there's not a lot of teams. He used the term hiding out. Like the Jets can be a top six or seven team. Then we saw our guy from Fox Sports with the power rankings who had the Jets as a 13th out of 16 teams in the AFC in his rankings. This is a huge game for the Jets. Uh, we'll see if Buffalo can convert this real quick. Josh Allen can oh, a flag in the end zone, so they might get a second a, chance at this That here. wasn't a touchdown, then. Oh, it's a catch? We'll was see it? if they go offensive pass interference. But it was the oh, other. they waved off the Gabe Davis touchdown? Yeah, and then he just got it again. In my mind, that should count as two touchdowns. No, 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 Just one, buddy. Sorry. Fair enough. We're not even sure if, it's, if it counts yet. They're, Josh Allen still has his helmet on. If he has another touchdown, that should be three touchdowns for my fantasy <laughs> team. Uh, yeah, so for the Jets to win that game, it is a massive situation of where they're going to start ranking across the AFC. Uh, let's go back to a storyline we touched on on Friday's show. Do you still think now, sitting here on a Sunday afternoon, that – Robert Sala and Sean Payton are going to shake hands at the end of the game. Yeah, yep, 100% I do. If you missed it, I believe they're not going to shake hands, and that's going to be the storyline of the game. Sala's going to take off off the field. I would take Denver in this game. I believe Sean Payton and Denver are better equipped quarterback versus quarterback, Russell Wilson versus Zach Wilson. I would take Denver in this game, and Jacksonville stops the two-point conversion, 18-13. So I'm taking Denver. Uh, I'll offer up this question. Yeah, feel pretty good if you got plus five and a half with the Jags right now. No offense. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I, <laughs> I was thinking about it was like, wait, they opened the game as plus five and a half point dogs, but then you might have in games is what you're saying? No, no. I got Jacksonville plus. plus oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I didn't think you saw both. Yeah, so they're up, they're up five, ten, and, so I got a ten and a half point lead right now as far as wagering goes. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this Knock question. Knock on wood. Is this game maybe the answer? Oh, is, your head's harder than mine. There you go. Maybe this has no effect on it because it's so early in the season. But do you think this game has a huge effect on both Zach Wilson's future in the NFL and Russell Wilson's future as a Bronco quarterback? Yeah, I think so. Again, because you lose this game, it's over. You know what I mean? Like you're not. There's there's not. And again, this is both teams. You can't circle a lot of teams on your schedule and go. We are decidedly better than you. But you could convince yourself on either side you're the better team. So, and not to mention, like, you're Sean Payton. Everything you said, everything you said, maybe the worst coach team you've ever seen. It's taken so long to teach him how to, to retrain him, whatever. You go out and lose to that team? I don't care what you say publicly. You're a clown. That's clown. That's, that's, that's clown stuff right there. Now, conversely speaking, Jets, you haven't built an excuse. When you were when you were first, you know, puffy and you broke coach's code, you had Aaron Rodgers. You're a different team now. But still, you go in there, you know what happens if you beat him. Your season's alive. You're one game, one step closer to Aaron Rodgers returning. And again, Sam Zach Wilson, Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson's days are numbered already. Zach Wilson, you can play yourself into being a starting quarterback in the NFL, whether it's with the Jets or somebody else. Yes, a starter. A backup or out of the league. You got a lot more games left if you stay healthy to figure out which way you want to go, and that's how important 2023 is. As to your Russell Wilson take, I think this is an important part that some people forget, including myself thinking back now. 
Sean Payton didn't pick Russell Wilson. Sean Payton was given Russell Wilson. He thought, this is awesome. Like, I got Russell Wilson. All of a sudden, you got to make a decision. Who's your future? Is it Sean Payton? Is it Russell Wilson? I would lean towards, because of money, it being Sean Payton, because Wilson gets paid so much. So, yeah, if he's bad again, and the Broncos get a high pick, we mentioned Drake May earlier in the show, Caleb Williams, uh, Sanders from Colorado, Penix from all of a sudden Denver resets and thinks about the future. Let's not forget, too, there was a big move made in the You talk about picking a quarterback? Denver gave Jarrett Sidham $5 million a year to be the backup. That's big money for a backup quarterback. They... They prepared themselves in case Russell Wilson couldn't cook anymore. They're ready for it. So I yeah, I don't I, I think I think old uh, Danger Russ is in some trouble. Moving on. So again, I I've, I've got Jets, you've got Denver. I'm taking game. Denver in this All right, one now. You're yeah. wrong. How dare you? <laughs> Actually I really that game could go either way, but I'm gonna watch it just for the drama. Um Sunday night football. Dallas Cowboys at San Francisco 49ers. Niners are a three and a half point favorite with a total of 45 points, guys. You ready to put this disclaimer on this? I know Fox likes doing this, our big Fox people. Mm-hmm. Game of the week. Is this the best game of the NFL season so far? Niners and Cowboys. Not, mm. not like, not like finishing a field goal. I'm talking like the best teams playing each other so far. Mm, I, I mean, I'd say only, yes. only because that the, the Bills Dolphins game was so one sided. Because the Bills Dolphins game was. You know, that was the one that, that was everything. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I guess. It's, it's the most hyped, obviously. Is that ATN who's down? Yes, it looks like ATN is down right now. I would say yes to the Cowboys. Which is the old line? I can't even tell. Niners being the best, exactly what you said, because the game ended up being a blowout. No, that's a big eater. That's an old line. Oh, it is, yeah. Uh, for Buffalo's way, because the winner of this game can make an argument they're the best team in the NFL. Depending on what happens in the Philly game against the Rams, if Dallas goes out and beats San Francisco... Like, people who hate the Cowboys got to reconsider. Like, yo, this team just beat San Fran, who's won. Double-digit games in a row. Them and the Eagles, the only undefeated teams left. Dallas has to prove it to me, though, because San Fran was so good against Arizona. They've been so good all season. I'm taking San Francisco, but this game is more important for Dallas than it is San Francisco. I know that sounds odd because I feel so confident in the Niners watching how they played so far this season. San Francisco is my play. Dallas fan... Big game for you, even more so than the Niners. I, I see. It's funny. Like I think, rhetoric wise, yes, big game for Dallas. Reality wise, nobody's going to San Francisco right now. Jerry Jones said it. This is a measuring stick game for us. This is how we figure out how good we really are. San Fran is filthy nasty. Um, they picked up Randy Gregory. Everybody else had a chance to go grab another defensive end who could go after people, an outside linebacker. They did it. So they're just they're not resting on their laurels. They're not sitting back. Shanahan wants this one. I'll lay the three and a half. I probably would have laid eight and a half, to be honest with you. I just think San Fran is the cream of the crop at this moment. Christian McCaffrey is going to make his case to be a non-quarterback MVP of this league. Uh, Green Bay Packers, Monday Night Football, at Las Vegas Raiders, minus two Raiders, total of 45. (laughs) If I'm the Raiders and I'm Josh McDaniels and I want to play, I don't want to be fired, I got to win this game. I got to win this game. Jimmy G's back, all this stuff. Devontae Adams is another day to heal because it's a Monday night game. Green Bay is not good. They are not a good team. They played some good football, but they are not a good team. Raiders, much like I was saying about the Jets, you're looking ahead, you're like, all right, I'm better than them, and I'm home. I probably should win this game. I'll take the Raiders minus two. 
Um, for $0, though, I will put $0 on the Raiders because this is what they do to me. Um, I'll take the Raiders minus two. I had to do some self-evaluation going into this game. Do some work. Huh? I, I had to like look into myself because I thought, okay, why am I so obsessed so far this season with Island primetime games? Week one, loved Buffalo against the Jets. Loser. Loser. Loved the Saints and Panthers. Loved Carolina. One of my favorite plays. Loser. <laughs> then last week, the standalone Chiefs-Jet game. Loved the Chiefs. Still think I should have covered. I got to get over it. <laughs> Loser again. So 0 for 3 on these standalone island games that I've loved so far this season. I went going in to Tuesday thinking Raiders, Packers, Raiders is a top two play for me. Second favorite play of the week after the under in the Texans-Falcons game. And then I said, why? Like, what Do I think that LaFleur can outcoach McDaniels? Absolutely. Devontae Adams is injured. But if he's playing against his former team, there's a storyline. Is Garoppolo good? I just looked at the Vegas crowd and a Vegas in a primetime game and thought, this should be their moment. This should redefine who McDaniels is as a coach. And Green Bay got smacked against Chicago. Excuse me, Green Bay got smacked against Detroit. Is Green Bay really that bad and had a little longer rest? I'm rolling with your Raiders, Levac, but I put all that on the line. I've been bad in primetime standalone island games. Adams' injury is going to make me reconsider. If we repick this game Monday and he's out, I'll reconsider my pick, but. It's on my C4 sheet right now, your Raiders. Um, that might be the fat lady. I've seen a lot of people leaving all of a sudden. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people wearing red, white, and blue leaving right now. Uh, yep, there it is. Travis Etienne just broke loose, got himself a touchdown. Uh, it is now uh, waiting on an extra point, 24-13, with under three minutes left across the pond. What was that, 25-yard run? That's right. A lot of, lot of Bills fans leaving. Um C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge coming up. I have a uh, decent lead. Um, I'm only going to make it more decent as the game go. Um, I'm keeping my strategy of a safety play and a bigger play. Uh, we've got both Zach's picks. Zach back in the studio is going to take care of those for us. Delia's pick coming up. And uh, we're here. We're here. We're here. We're here at, at, at Rivers Casino and Resort. I'm a little fired up. I feel good about this one. I'm going to break out a nine-team teaser for this okay so just be ready just be ready <laughs> be ready because I'm, I'm i'm coming out firing uh we'll give you those picks and you know any other last minute headlines and probably decide let you know exactly who wins this game over in london uh coming up next live from rivers casino resort it's levac and gaz on fox sports radio 95.9 and 980 hello it's levac and gaz and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat gaz is back fantasy versus reality thanks to our good friends at hooters i'm giving you three fantasy football plays that are going to beat their projections levac's giving you the three wagers you need for the nfl weekend it's thanks to our friends under the orange roof on wolf road it's hooters the best place to watch nfl action all football season long 70 wolf road hooters is kind of like the mixture of fantasy and reality reality great food fantasy Hello, Hooters girls. Fantasy versus reality at her top four and four every Friday right here on LeVac and Goss. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes isn't long. Nope. And they're fun. So you don't realize you're learning a language, but you are. In three weeks, you're able to start having conversations. And Babbel's lessons are built around real life. And with Babbel, it isn't hard. It's It's perfect. perfect. Now try Babbel free. Just go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. At Consumer Cellular, you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers, but for up to half the cost. Same thing, up to half the cost. Up to half the cost for the same thing. 50% the money for 100% the same thing. 
I hope I'm making myself clear. Consumer Cellular. When freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Half the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 5-gigabyte data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest-cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk, text, and data plan offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023. This new Wendy's Frosty flavor is way too exciting to keep under wraps. It's a brand-new, first-of-its-kind flavor. Get this. Pumpkin Spice. I know, right? It's so good. It's rich. It's cozy. It's the perfect flavor for some fall frosty time. Watch. Everyone will see it and jump on the bandwagon. Grab a never-before-seen pumpkin spice frosty or pumpkin spice frosty cream cold brew today when you choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's. Vanilla frosty is temporarily unavailable. Fox Sports 980. Now on 95.9 FM. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Yes, the programming notes, really cool thing coming up after us here. It is our first NFL game of the season on Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Following us, Saints and Patriots. So if you're a Patriot fan, a Saints fan, we've got coverage for you starting Following us at 1 o'clock in a doubleheader today. Eagles and Rams to follow. Ooh. So a doubleheader here on Fox. That's our doubleheader. 1 o'clock, Saints-Patriots followed by Eagles-Rams. As soon as the game wraps in game one, you go right into coverage for game two of Eagles-Rams. All right, so now it's time for our picks. We're going to go ahead. We'll start here uh, because we got Delia here with us who, again, now Delia, you – you got your you, – you won last week, right? You're back to winning? That I did. That look, I did. Look at, I like it. All right, so what's your play for this week as part of the uh, the challenge? Okay, so I spiced it up this week. Ooh, okay. I'm, All right. I'm ditching the money line for this, so I'm doing the spread plus four for the Rams. Okay. Um, especially after the Eagles cut it a little close with the Commanders, which yeah. is kind of untrustworthy. And then I'm going to do a parlay with the Lions, the Dolphins, the Colts, and the Texans. Yeah. Uh, Colts or Texans? You got to pick one of the. Other. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I meant the Texans. The Texans. All right. I like it. I like it. So parlay in in a safe place. She's she's learned from me. I'm so proud of Delia and Zach every week. That like you've watched this evolution from. You know what? I'm just gonna take the Cowboys money line to. Hang on. I got a five team parlay coming. <laughs> I watched her slowly but sure. I can't wait till next year where she's got like a cigar in her mouth, like a backwards hat. She's <laughs> spitting about. Okay. All right, very, very good job. All right, so back in the studio again, Zach Boyden. Uh, Zach, why don't we do Zach Harris's picks first? He was on a steamer, and then he got he got a little mouthy last week, and he, he missed both his plays. Oh but yeah. Give us give us Zach Harris's plays, please. Here you are. Hey, Levac and Gaz. Yes, it's Zach. I'm not ghosting you. I'm not dodging you. I understand. I had a bad weekend. I went from six and zero to six and two real quick. Last week was a bad weekend for me. But really, what happened was I'm trying to create a little bit of rivalry between Zach and LeVac and Gaz. And unlike when you have the Giants going against the Eagles, I'm not a fan of a one-sided rivalry. So I had to let it come back a little bit and even out the playing field. Now that the playing field's been leveled out, let's get back to business. I'm going to start off with the Kansas City Chiefs minus three and a half at the Minnesota Vikings. I know they had a close game against the Jets. There's a lot of things going in that game. You know, Aaron Rodgers was back in the stadium, and I know you don't want to hear it, but for all the Swifty fans, there was Taylor Swift in the stadium. So there was some emotions going on that could play a factor in that game. There's not going to be any emotions in Minnesota. Nobody famous ever visits Minnesota. I'm going to take the Chiefs minus three and a half at the Minnesota Vikings, even though that defense is a little bit better. They're still suspect, and at the end of the day, I will take 
Patrick Mahomes a bajillion times more than I would ever look to take Kirk Cousins. Next, I'm going to take 49ers minus three and a half, hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys always struggle against these tough, physical opponents. When push comes to shove and they got to play a tough, gritty team and try to out-manhandle them, it's not going to happen. And the Cowboys have always struggled with the 49ers as of late uh, because this is just a physical team that's going to out-hit you and out-beat you. And at the end of the day, minus three and a half seems like a gimme against the Dallas Cowboys. Well, boys, I hope you enjoyed my 0-2 week because it's not happening again. Have a great weekend, and I'll see you guys next week. There's two minutes of my life I'll never get back. Uh... <laughs> Those are Zach Harris's plays right there. Right. He was good for the most of the season. We'll see if he He's bounces done. back. He's done that. I'm against, what, I think I'm against both his picks. Um, all right, so Zach Boyden back in the studio. You hit both your parlays last week. Uh, go ahead. What do you got? All right, so I'm going with bring on the birds. I'm going Ravens, Eagles, and Cardinals are going to be my my first pick. I like all of the money line. Ravens just have a better overall team built up against the Steelers. Steelers, Pickett's been underwhelming all year. Eagles, I'm doing them. Money line as well. Uh, Even with Cam Akers coming back, I still don't think they're going to be able to compete uh, against this dominant Eagles team this year. Uh, And then... Cardinals, I just think that the Bengals have let me down week after week after week, and uh, I'm finally going to learn for once, and I'm going to go against them. Uh, second one, I'm going to go Chiefs, minus 6.5, Miami, minus 12.5, and 49ers, minus 6.5. I like Niners to go up with that massive offense, especially Christian McCaffrey, who has been an absolute force on the field. Four TDs last week. Um and I think that Miami's going to absolutely slaughter the Giants. I don't think it's going to be close. Uh, and then Chiefs, I think, are going to do really well against the Cowboys. Or uh, not the Chiefs. Or the Chiefs are going to do well against the Vikings. Kirk Cousins has done nothing as far as being able to consistently score TDs. You don't have to like outlast each other. You know that, right? <laughs> Keep going, Zach. You're I'm just saying. <laughs> Vikings let me down consistently. I'm going Chiefs. All right. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right, guys, you want to go? Or yes, gonna, I will I'm go. I'm last as I'm winning. I, uh, one correction on Delius, by the way. She is taking the Texans. I think she got. I think you mentioned she said the it Texans. right. She did say it right. Yeah, so she yeah. got the t- Colts. Really and the she said Texans, Colts, and then she said the Texans. Yes, I think the Colts are playing the Titans, and the Texans oh, are playing the Falcons. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I screwed up. That's my bad, Delia. <laughs> uh, this is a five- the nicest mean hand gesture anyone's ever given me. <laughs> uh, a five-team parlay right. from Quinn here. Quinn is in second place right. right now. He wanted to do a bet he couldn't do, so we're just going to have this as his bet. Okay. Here's his five-team parlay. He's got the Chiefs, the 49ers, the Jets, the Bengals, and the Lions. That is a $5 wager that would pay $48. That is Quinn's play. Cantera's play is this. He has a parlay. Cantera has a parlay with three teams. The Ravens, the Eagles, and the Bengals. Ravens and Eagles Minus four, Bengals minus three. That's a $10 wager. 64 would be potentially his payback, and he would go into first place if that hit. Uh, here are my – you've laughed because you want to hold on to that lead. So well, not only that, like you act like I'm not going to win. I mean – I move on to mine. I've decided my new strategy is because okay. I finally cashed the ticket. You try winning once in a while? One bet I like, <laughs> and then double survivor plays. That's why I've been hyping it up all fall. Okay. I'm taking the Dolphins and the Lions on the money line and the under and Texans-Falcons for a $5 bet, and then I turned it into a fool. 
And then I decided another $5 bet with all these parlays. The under again in Falcons, Texans. The Dolphins with the points. The Patriots because I, I the Patriots I'm taking again. And I'm taking your Raiders. So that's a $5 parlay there for $64. That would put me into first place of those hit as well. The C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge. I am currently up how much on second place? You were up $49 if that uh, math did you, correct. Did you do it right or did you take $10 away from me that you should have You were up $54. Thank you. All right, so my safety play and my, my favorite of the week, I am going to go ahead and lay the 12 and a half. Give me the Dolphins. It's a $5 bet. It brings back 945 when I win. And then, here we go. I'm going to run through this. Uh, I'm going to try not and just use up the whole show like some people. <clears throat> Zach's. And it's a $5 nine-team teaser. All right? So I'm taking the Lions minus three. I got the Dolphins minus six, Cardinals plus ten, Rams plus ten and a half, Vikings plus ten, Jets plus nine, Niners plus three, and then the Raiders plus four and a half. Should that come to fruition, that five dollars turns into fifty six fifty. And dominant lead continues. Uh some people talk about, you know, you know, good fight and you want everything to go well. Nah, I like going against you guys because you stink. I can't wait for my C4 Smart Energy Trophy from Awards by Walsh. Uh, for those of you who have been keeping track, the horse racing one that we thought was stolen actually was just being engraved in Cantera's honor because he won that. But uh, this one, this one's got LeVac written all over it, or at least it will by the end of the season. A pivotal week. This is a big week. LeVac could fall out oh, of first pivotal. place. You didn't think we could understood that meant week? That was big there? You thought like, you had to go ahead and specify? Or he could stay in first place. I'm not. I'm going wire to wire. That's what I'm doing. Like literally, you you know this for a fact. I would be up what fifty more, except for I fat fingered my teaser. I said it on the show. The only thing I got wrong last week was the one that I hit the wrong side of because some dude didn't know how to work the kiosk next to me, and I was a gentleman, and I was a nice person, and I saved his day. Or else I'd be up a hundred instead of fifty something. Okay. And we all know that to be true. You can't, am I lying? What if a wild connection was the guy who screwed it up was also the guy who screamed out that the Giants are winning by double digits today? Turns out he's like a gauze. Like he, your dad's a better actor than I realize. He's in here in like full makeup. He's a he, he, that African American gentleman actually was TG two. There's plants out here. Like people were claiming there were plants at the Schenectady Wing Walk that would just wait outside of a bar and scream out best wings. These are the best ones. I believe that. Or they're the worst ones. That, no, I don't know if there, if there are any plants across Schenectady in the pouring rain yesterday doing that as their job. But Who was the best wings, in your opinion? In my opinion? Yeah. I would say it was Frog Alley. I think Frog really? Alley had the best one. It was a pretzel wing with honey mustard. That was my vote. Pretzel ring with, wing with pre- How do you make it? Like, salty? Like, mm, what? It was very good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did not win. Yaya's won, though. Shout out to Yaya's with their chicken wing. They're back-to-back champions of the chicken wing. I was so mad. In Schenectady. I was hungover out of my skull, sitting in the rainy day, just window open behind me, dreaming about wings. So jealous. I was so jealous. I almost ordered some, and I was like, nah. Then I gotta go answer the door. I don't want to do that. That's how hungover I was yesterday. I'm not proud of it. I'm just being honest about it. Do the Bills have a chance?